You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What's up, Detroit? is definitely in the building via your headphones, stereo, and speakers. Of course, this is your man, the African Caesar. And we're running kind of light today. Uh, just me, Dave, and then, of course, Mr. Bot Topic himself. Yep. Ducks, who had a rough week, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, so <laughs> life's hard sometimes, but, you know, uh, anyone who feels I've been negative or said some things out of line, karma's a bitch, and I got mine, so... Sure, all the Jesus. listeners will be happy to hear I walked in with a black eye today. Yeah, well, you know. It wasn't Caesar. Nope. So. No, Mayor, he really... No, sorry, no. Well, I, I mean, won't even comment uh, on the guy. The guy did tell you not to spritz him with that cologne. I'm just saying. Yeah, he did. Like, he did. <laughs> I need the bell. I was going to say, you had that coming. I didn't have the bell. Where, right I know, where is the bell? Who's still in the bell? Uh, oh, it's up here. Oh, okay. Y'all have a moderator now? I feel like the bell is always at the front now. Or do you just have the bill? I, do, I went through when, when I was going through and cleaning everything. Uh, I tend to bring things this uh, way, okay. so yeah. Okay, that's why my headphones were over there. That's why, yeah. Because those like an abundance of bells in the other studio. I gotta grab some of those. But I was like just, four I was, or five bells on the table. Oh, in each studio, yeah. No, yeah. I gotta bring. I gotta bring a few more down. Which is clever. Like honestly, we didn't start using the bells until we got with you guys. So it always made me laugh, and I think I might have told you this story. So like when, where we started, there was a stupid bell on the table. Yeah. And so it was basically every time there was a "that's what she said" moment, we would ring the bell. Yeah. Um, and then I learned that the bells have a very unique sound signature okay. um, when you're looking at the file in in editing. And yeah. so if there was anything I wanted to isolate or anything I wanted to like pull a drop from, I would ring the bell. Well, so Wired Magazine, and so like we built the studios out five years ago and put like just bells galore everywhere. And everybody was like, oh, this is stupid. This is dumb. And then like I think it was like Wired Magazine or somebody came up with like a list of like the top five essential pieces of equipment that every podcast recording studio has to have. And it was like, you know, a good mic and da-da-da, whatever. But like number five was Cheesy Motel Bell. And I was like, perfect. I I feel like we influenced that list. Yeah, you did. (laughs) You influenced us. And now we use the bells. Speaking of top five, so what are we bringing back? Um, Oh, okay. So uh, uh, apparently people have missed the Fat Five list. And so – yeah, so from this point on out, we're bringing it back. So this is the Sneaker Box Podcast 5-5 five, five sneaker releases from the previous week. So we ended this so long. We don't even know yeah. how to see. I'm sitting here silent. Like, oh. <laughs> Building anticipation. Building. Still don't hear it. Oh, it said it played. I don't hear it. Hold that thought. See? Yep. Yeah. This is what happens. Rusty. Yep. We'll try that again. So that's that's the, 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 the Fab Five. The Fab Five. The Fab Five. Top Five. Top Five. Top Five. five. Saw it in my dreams. Five, five, five. And I got to say this real quick before we get to the list. Had this happened like two years ago, I'd have been freaking out because you get so caught like, oh, my God, you know, because you don't want to show the mistakes. At this stage of the game, we've been doing it for, I don't know, for how, Lord knows how long. We're like, what, 270 episodes in? 
I could care less now. I want everybody to see the show flaws and all. Um, so it, it, and it's fun. I love that I have the same conversation with every new show that's getting ready to start up because they always ask me about editing. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I'm like, there are two schools of thought when it comes to it. Neither one is right or wrong. And I said, you know, personally, I said, I prefer the raw, natural. I want the ums and ahs. I want the pauses. I want all of that mm -hmm. in there because I don't want a more polished version of myself out somewhere that I have to live up to. Right. And I'm like, but you know, yeah, we have shit like, dude, I know a show that spends like eight hours editing a half hour show. So yeah, I don't want to do all that. Like, more power I, to you. I feel like there's a balance to be struck. Like it, it depends. Well, I guess perfect is the enemy of good. I agree. That's with the you. problem. I agree with you. There's no perfection at all. Nope. At least I don't chase it because you're never going to be happy. <clears throat> but never. I do think, you know, some editing is required. However, moments like that, I think, add personality mm -hmm. <laughs> to an episode. So. I, would say the, I think the best compliment we ever got on our show amidst everything else was when somebody walked up to us and said, listening to your show is like sitting between you and Bob on a bar stool. Yeah, we've had that too. People like, And actually, I was like, I will take that all day, every day. Somebody actually says they listen to our show and like debate as if they're in the studio with us. I've had, yeah. And I love that. And so, know? yeah, they, they said, you know, she knows that, yeah, she talks back to us every yeah, episode. Very yeah. So, like, the fact that they feel uh, like our show is that conversational. You know, I agree with that. But every time I meet someone, like, you know, I didn't expect you to look like that. I don't know <laughs> if it's a compliment or. <laughs> what did they expect? Did they ever say what they expect you to look like? Uh, everyone was caught off guard when I bleached my hair. I was too, though. Yeah, I, so was I. I, I got to go. I, I like the brown look. Yeah. I got to give it to you. Well, I'm growing it out a little bit for winter. Now, I, I, now you're going to grow the hair out longer, or are you just going to keep it low? Uh, Probably probably rock the shaggy look for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up. I feel like there's different versions of dunks. Oh, there is. Yeah. Yeah, so we're trying to get almost, like, the if best we had, version of dunks out to the public. If we had action figures, you would definitely come with the most accessories. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, like <laughs> you can swap out the wigs and <laughs> the different like the Lego clothes. guy. You can put different hair on extra. it. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, speaking of merch, actually, uh, that that reminds me. So Kanye and the whole political thing. Regardless where you stand, uh, as of today, he's actually really releasing presidential merchandise or like campaigning merchandise. And aside from like uh, a cap or hoodies, you can actually make uh, donations to his um, campaign. Oh God! But I I mean I pray to nobody. I already know you already probably got involved yourself into it. I, just, I won't uh, touch on politics. No, not even politics. I'm so tired of Kanye. Him and I just honestly, him and a lot of other people can get Dude, in the car. Dude, I, I think the fly that landed on Pence's head officially has more followers than Kanye already. Like, let's be clear. So, you, know, <laughs> I, you already know it's somebody smart enough to create a Twitter account. Oh no, night. there were like twenty of them within a Where half hour. That is, hilarious. and like one of them was already up over a million as of this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone's trying to gain a following, and Kanye just can't get away from it. You know, even when he when he loses people rapidly, uh, he still Kanye, has just I, a large. I, reach. I would just like for him to just go away for a while and just kind of take a sabbatical and just figure out Maybe what's just, important in life. Like, just Let's be honest. Maybe get healthy. Yeah, like I was gonna maybe, say yeah. Like, get like, get, for get real, straight. Like, seek help. Because <laughs> you know, I swear to God, we went to the five five list. I will say though, Gap stock has shot up since he since he uh, joined that team. I mean, that's nice, but you know, I, my whole thing is, um, like he was talking about, he wanted to do an Adidas and Nike collab, and there were people. Even when we posted on social media, there were people like, "Oh, that would be dope," and I'm like, "See that shit right there." 
is what I'm talking about. You even giving credence to such bullshit as an Adidas Nike collab, which will never happen, right? Unless one of them gets bought out, which once again, ain't going to happen in our lifetime. But that notwithstanding, for anybody to give any credence to that nonsense is what enables this dude. Like sometimes you got to let an idiot know that they said something idiotic to sit there and act like there's some type of logic behind it or there's some rationale, uh, propping it up is, is what enables idiots to continue to say idiotic things. And so, uh, and I'm I was trying say, to hold back a guru joke right now. <laughs> and I would say this too, like, cause I think people conflate genius. And so you could be a musical genius and not be a literal genius. You know, you could be a genius musically without being an intellectual genius. Like just because Kanye can make good beats does not mean that shit he says is smart or intellectual. Just like, if Einstein was alive today, I'm pretty sure he couldn't make hot beats for Jay-Z. Like, you know, like, so let's not conflate the two. Like, being a genius within a certain department does not mean that it translates to others. You just got what I said, dude. Just got what I said. Like, you know, seriously, because people are like, oh, he's a genius. Like, yeah, musically. That doesn't mean that intellectually he's there. Yeah. So one of the probably one of the best conversations I ever had uh, back in the day, I uh, used to hang with a lot of the Red Wings and I was friends with Sergey Fedorov. And Sergey looked at me one day and he was like, he's like, you know, how come? Because I and I met a couple like I met uh, his agent was Mike Liute, who was a goalie and basically my idol when I was growing up. Um, and he was like, you know, David, how come you don't get, you know, starstruck around me, just all these other people? And I'm like, dude, like you have a God-given talent, like you have a natural ability. You are a hell of a hockey player and a great skater. Right. You want to impress me? Come write some code. What's the see? That's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> but even with that being said, like people just you know just have this idea that greatness translates to everything, and it doesn't. Uh, you can be great at one thing and not great at anything else. You know that doesn't diminish your greatness. It just that's just how it is. But anyway, notwithstanding, uh, Fat Five sneaker releases from the previous week. We'll start with number five, um, and I got to be honest. It just feels like there's like this huge lull going on with sneakers right now. I know, uh, you know, Nike did the whole restock or whatever. The, the Jordan recently. Reserve. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm talking about actual like real releases, not restocks. It just seems like there's this lull. Like they're either just garbage or just basic or just they had, know, not they that had exciting. They had the, um, the stash drop for the unions. Which was surprising because they haven't used that technology in a while because people are able to spoof their phone or change their location. Yeah. Um, I wasn't near a computer. I wasn't ready for it. But a lot of people that weren't in L.A. were able to purchase them just by spoofing on their phone. Huh. And if anyone's curious, I do that with iTools or Xcode. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm going to say this, too. Just based on the level of hype alone attributed to this shoe, I'm going to say that the Union 4 is a by far the worst Ugliest release. I ain't gonna say the worst release because they're probably gonna sell just because they're limited. Uh, but they're definitely gonna be the, on my list of the ugliest releases of the year. Like, we need to stop getting, we need to get to the point where sneakers are dope and not the name. Like, the names attached to the sneakers do more of the selling of the shoe than the shoe themselves. I agree with you. There's just one example I could think of where uh, a collab just fucked up an amazing silhouette, the CPFM, uh, the dunks. So it's like a, a studded type deal you gotta pull up a picture okay it's like it. little jewels on it okay but yeah because you know just because just saying union four does not get me excited 
just saying Supreme whatever does not get me excited. Show me the shoe. And if you can't show me the shoe or if I'm not impressed by the shoe, I can give a fuck what name is attached to it. Yeah, check this out. The cactus plant flea market, the exception to the rule you just said. Oh, God, God, God. Take that. Okay, yeah. And I'm saying it's hard. I'm, to, I'm mad that I even But it's hard to, to mess up a shoe when it's one of the top silhouettes of the year. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You have to try. They bedazzled it or whatever you call this, you know. I mean, Supreme did it with the 14s when they did that stupid leather jacket. They do shit. have the... um. The Jordan One pack coming out though. I'm not sure when, but it's going to be uh, based on the dunks. From yeah, the with the stars. Here we go. We rehashing ideas. Okay, so we can't think of nothing original. So let's just rehash this one from a few years ago. Speaking of Supreme, they had the box logo drop, and that's normally the hottest item of the year for them or their biggest seller. And based off stock X prices, the average sale is only going 200, which is half of the usual. AKA Supreme's losing their hype, not doing so hot. Good. Like, I, I, and I know I'm going to sound like the old man screaming at the clouds and screaming at the neighborhood kids to get off my lawn. I know. I just sound like I'm perpetually angry. But when you are surrounded by nonstop hype and everything is dope, it's like, yo, like, you know, I feel like I'm in a Lego movie. Like, everything is awesome. Like, and everything isn't like, where's the baseline? Like, this what? Okay, so what happens is when everything is dope, not a brand feel like they can do no wrong. They can come out with literal bullshit and you guys will buy it. And that lowers the bar. That lowers the standard. Now they don't have to try as hard. Not because we do more of the selling to ourselves than the brands do to sell to us. You know, once again, Emperor's New Clothes. We do more of, we convince ourselves more that the Emperor's wearing clothes than the Emperor does. And so. I think some people are just buying sneakers just to see if they can even hit. I mean, that could be a case too. Um, but no, I guess I just, I just feel like I'm like the lone voice in the wilderness saying like, hey, can we actually try? <laughs> like, can, can you actually try to make a dope shoe instead of just thinking that I'm gonna buy it because it's limited or because you know you've made a name for yourself? I'm gonna speaking, buy it based on that. Speaking of dope shoes that have come out or kind of been like under the radar, low key, um, they had the Why Not pack that didn't catch a lot of hype. Or I, I know that the retail price was kind of higher. The MSRP was a little too high for people, but yeah. I got them in hand. And I think that's one of the, one of my favorite pairs or packs I've copped recently. They look like I mean I love I, yeah. they look dope. The price was what got me because I'm like, do I really want to spend? If it was two Jordans, it would be no problem. But it's because it's a Converse. But there's one one uh, big topic. I don't know how many you know shoe nerds or how specific people want to get. But when I bought it, I was a little bit nervous because I didn't buy it to sell it. And in Jordans, I'm bigger than I am a Converse. Yeah. Um. So, but it was interesting because I bought a size 11, but it came with a size 10 and a half Converse. So, like Nike took this into consideration and downsized everyone's Converse. Which I think uh, is genius, but my issue is I'm a ten in Converse, eleven in Jordan. So I don't know if that's just me, but I appreciate Nike trying. Yeah, that. But it's interesting because the Converse sole has a, a proper label and the tongue has a different label. There's a that, there's a level of awareness that you know you could tip your hat at if you're uh, a fan of Nike or Converse in that regard with yeah. um, adjusting the sizes, but. I thought the pack was actually pretty cool. I thought it was. Um, they're simple. Like I said the price simple, but like the details are nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I had I found nothing wrong with it other than the retail price. I just at that moment in time was just like I don't know if I really want to spend four hundred dollars, three hundred maybe. Well, after tax and shipping, it was like four fifty. Yeah, I just wasn't. You know, I liked them, but not that much. Yeah. Like, you know, so if I you know go to the Nike store and they got them, you know, at the outlet. You know, for two fifty, three hundred, easily. Uh, that's a lot of honk. We should make we should make an outlet trip. The one uh, Tanger outlets. Which one? 
Uh, it's like in between here and Lansing. Oh, one I'm not sure. I'm not sure what city. Right around there. That's though. probably. <laughs> 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 we might have to coincidentally. Send you, yeah, we might have to send you to go. <laughs> we might have to make a, a grocery list of shoes for you to go. I actually anybody won, that knows anything about Howell, Michigan. I won the Medicom, the uh, the recent SB Dunks at a store I never been to. I don't want to say their name, but they're based in Howell. It was my first time out there, like other than just driving through, you know. Yeah. And uh, Dunks costs like a hundred, hundred ten bucks. I get there, the guy said it was a hundred seventy. I'm like, I want to raffle fair and square. He's like, everyone's a reseller these days, so we're we're charging more. So it is what it is. Take it or leave it. And I took it and sold them anyway. So you know, whatever. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. That's the sad part. He's right though. Like everybody is a reseller nowadays. So whatever. Anyway, let's get through our list. Uh, number five. Once again, it's it's kind of slow right now. Right, right, Fab Five. Yeah. Uh, number five, we got the Nike Adapt Automax Fireberry. I like this shoe, but not this color. They got the uh, Air Mag color coming soon. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, I. Well, wait a minute. You talking about the Adapt BBs or the uh, Automax? The Adapt BBs. I gotta I double check which color. one the colorway is coming in. Yeah, I, th- I think cause they got the Adapt BBs on the sneakers up already. Like. You know, it's upcoming. Um, but no, the Automax, I, I think it's a cool shoe. I, was the retail price still 400 on that shoe? On the Automax? I'm looking at the BB 2.0, and that's 350 So Automax probably um, is 400 I feel like each iteration. Yeah, yeah, it is 400 Yeah. I feel like each iteration of the uh of the uh, Nike Adapt line is getting closer and closer to that mag look because I'm wearing my Automaxes right now too, and they kind of have that mag look, especially on the toe box. Do you have it connected to the app? Yeah, nice. And so, <laughs> so um, no, I like them. They're hella comfortable too. They, that, that's the one thing I will say. Like it's not just looks; like they are comfortable as hell. Oh, and I got this ridiculously large airbag. In Do the you back. like the Fireberry color? They're cool. Look cool. I would say this compared to anything else this week, it made the list. Fair. So at number five. So I mean, once again, I'm not mad at you. If that four hundred dollar price tag bothers you, because I mean, I turned on four hundred dollars and that came with two shoes. You know, four hundred dollars for this one shoe. I the whole power lacing thing. I that's cool, but you know, at this point. You know, these shoes are more of a novelty than people are else. barely even tying their shoes. I was gonna say, yeah. So, uh, number four, we have the PSG Air. Oh, my bad, PSG Jordan Air Zoom Renegade. I think those are dope. That's probably, and that's once again, this is one of those Jordan brand silhouettes. That thing is actually pretty dope. It's a derivative of the. Um, I like the, the clothing Zoom collection something. they put out. Yeah, it's pretty dope yeah. too. Um, I like that shoe. And I like this colorway of it, or whatever this theme to it. Uh, I like that shoe. I might actually go for that. And they look comfortable. They got the two zoom pods on the forefoot, so I'm interested to see how comfortable they are or aren't. Um, but from the looks of it, they look comfortable. So I I've been, I've been running in the Alpha Fly next that have the uh, the zoom pods in front. So but it, that's that's what it is. That's it's, I know it was a derivative of some Nike. Yeah, shoe, there's so many. I don't know if they're called hybrids or like mix matching of technologies. It's yeah. like, like even just me mixing up the BB 2.0s and the Auto Adapts a second ago. Well, at least that, yeah. I mean, but for them, and that's why I always laugh when they try to like distinguish their brands. Like, no, we're Jordan brand. We're, 
y'all all y'all share y'all you know y'all copy off each other's homework all the time so i mean right. you know like let's let's not kid each other <laughs> y'all are all under one umbrella you know it's a swoosh shaped umbrella um number three we have the nike lebron 18 james gang i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not that big fan of the uh lebron 18s i feel like it's a step down from the 17s but you know that's just me yeah i've never been the biggest lebron fan oh see oh well that's another reason why Guru doesn't like it. Right, I'm like know. looking around, but it's yeah. safe. <laughs> no, I like the um I've The last LeBrons I really cared for were I think the elevens or twelves personally. Yeah, I like the twelves. I can't even remember what the I mean, there's some I've like. liked, but I mean like had to have. Yeah, the thirteens I remember were horrible, especially the wear. Uh fourteens, fifteens, sixteens, seventeens. All kind of similar, but I thought they were dope anyway. And I love the 17s. By far, honestly, if you ask me, the 17s were the best out of um, the whole line to me. Now, I know people are going to disagree. Some people love the 8s or the 10s or whatever. I thought the 17s were the best LeBrons out of the whole set of Do you it's, know which is Guru's favorite? Whatever LeBron likes. <laughs> whatever is LeBron's favorite is going to be Guru's favorite. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Isaac can tell you. Uh, I, you know what? I probably would say the Zoom generations. He loves those to death. So, I had just bought a pair. It was uh the Miami Knights or the South Beach. I forgot if it was seven or eight. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like the turquoise with the pink laces. Mm-hmm. I just bought a pair. It's like it's it's the shoe I always wanted for like the last decade, but kept missing it or something. You know. Right. I finally was like, "Fuck it!" Found decent price, bought it. Failed authentication at Goat. So, mm-hmm. so I do not have them. Wow. I hate that. I remember I was, uh, what was this, eBay? And I was looking for the Pippin 2s. Was it the Pippin 2s? Yeah, I think it was the Pippin 2s. Anyway, I was looking for those, and um, the guy, you know, bought them, buy it now price, and waiting, waiting, waiting on a tracking number, and then, like, he waits, like, almost a full week later to tell me that his dog chewed up his shoe i'm like okay but just say you didn't want to sell them bro ironically i had a i had a dog chew a pair of um it was the barkley foam posit maxes yeah i think that's what they call and it like it ripped the back heel tab right at where it said barkley so it was like it literally said bark on it which i thought it kind of like added a story to my sneaker i was gonna say because they were wearable they just had like a few teeth marks and the laces were ripped up so Oh, yeah, when we blow up and we're super famous and then we get old, that's going to be in a museum somewhere. You can tell that story. Hell, yeah. I have a little car right there that explains. Zoomed in on the park. Yes. Uh, Number two, we have the Air Jordan Retro 3 Blue Cement. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of these either. You, I would think that I'd be more excited about these, saying that these are just literally the blue version of the red versions. I think what kind of dampens the excitement for me is the fact that, you know, with the red version, they put the Nike Air on the back. And then with blue version, they put the jump in on there. And I don't know why that's bothering me. Well, but both it is. of them are just like a, you know, broke boy DJ Khaled or, or like a, an <coughs> yeah, alternative. Yeah. So it's it's nice that people can get them, I guess. But in terms right. of colorway, I don't know. man's, we got we the best threes. Yeah. Surprisingly, if you look at the sneakers app, you know, they do those random polls here and there. Yeah. It says, would you double up on the blue cements? And most people say no. So like that. Oh, they got the poles in there. Wow. Yeah. So that lets you know it's people are just not vibing them as much. No, I mean, because I, I honestly, ten years ago, this what was it? The powder blues. This would have done much better. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, most definitely. Um, but I think that's what happens when you oversaturate with so many different colorways, and you just basically beat up on so many silhouettes, like ones, threes, elevens. 
Like Jordan. Bro- Speaking of being up in ones and broke boy, they got the mochas coming out soon. Mocha what ones? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much a Travis Scott, but a white collar and the black and brown are inverted on the toe. I think I'm straight on them. Honestly, I'm I'm so not excited for that shoe. I like it. No, I mean that's fine. I'm not trying to convert nobody. I'm just saying for me personally, I'm just not excited. I'm just not excited. Like I, I that's I how I know. feel about those lucky greens or whatever the the white and greens coming up are. Thirteen or the ones. the ones. Oh yeah, those two. I'm just so, I don't know what it is. I'm just so indifferent now. I'm just like I do not care. Um, but going back to these threes though, I I, I don't know why Jordan Brand made that decision to just make these a, a Jordan Brand release and not a. I mean. They're all Jordan brand releases, I guess. But to go with the Jordan brand branding as opposed to the Nike Air, I, I don't know why they did that. But um, they could just be recycling parts or tabs, or whatever. it could be. I would hate to think that they're doing that though, because I don't feel like because this shoe was thought of and made up before COVID happened. So yeah, I think they released in Europe a while ago. Yeah, so you know, this isn't a response to COVID or nothing. It's just I don't know. I just. I'm just not that excited for <laughs> like I just speaking of delayed in Europe getting early, we also just had the the Air Max threes or the Air Max nineties dropping the laser blue and they're they're sitting. I'm surprised more people didn't care about that sneaker. I don't know. I I thought it was not like a staple, but I thought it was right up there with the infrared or like it's almost got like a lion's vibe to me, maybe. But this is what happens when you don't know your demographic though. Like uh, I mean and I will say this is hard to forecast. I mean, because like I just said you know, they make when they make shoes is usually mapped out eighteen to twenty four months ahead. So like from concept to retail, that's how long it takes for a shoe to get into your hands. And so um so it is kinda hard to forecast, however, man. Like I don't know. I it just I feel a malaise going on. You know, yeah, you got the hype stuff going on, you know, people are gonna jump on those. Like, once again, the Union 4s and shit like that. But <clears throat> other than that, I don't know. I just don't feel like there's anything really going on right now. But that could just be me. I don't know. Uh, and the number one, we have the PSG Air Jordan Retro 4, which I think are dope. No, I those like are them. dope. I like that. It's it's a different look. Um, I like how they did the hill tab. It got the logo, and then it has, like, the the black stripes on at the top. and uh, The colorway. The maroon colorway, what is it, burgundy colorway? I love yeah, that. Yeah, a little splash of purple or whatever. Yeah, I love that. I love that look. And then I like how they got the toe box with that. It's reminiscent of the military uh, military force, military blue force with that that kind of tanned uh, new bug uh, toe box. I love that. Um, I don't know. Overall, I think it was a pretty dope shoe. Once again, I wish that it had, you know, Nike Air branding on the on the outside. Right. I I will say this. I, I just feel like anything one through six should have Nike Air branding. Like I just feel like I know Jordan brand is once again trying to act like they're their own brand and separate and like we all know better. Like you're not fooling us with that shit. I just think that doing that I don't know. I mean it shouldn't bother me the way it is, but right now it's bothering me. Like to see a jump because I remember when the ones first started coming on, they had the Jumpman logo on the heel. That bothered the shit out of me, and I, I think that's part of the reason why I never really got into the mids because they really did it with the mids. You know, they stopped doing it, but mids are coming out in some interesting colorways. Yeah, like they're trying. I mean, I don't know if they're trying hard to be innovative or trying hard to just copy classics without 
completely yeah. replicating it. No, I I do agree. I, I, I always say that they use the ones as like guinea pigs to like try out different things that they may be too scared to do with the OG one. Right. Um, but I think that's part of the reason why I never got the mids is because I was just so used to ignoring them because of that Jumpman logo on the hill. It just bothered me because it's just, I don't know. It's just, ugh. so I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too extra. But, you know, uh, ugliest release of the week. <laughs> this is without question. Now, mind you, people know how much I hate Yeezys. I don't care what shoe comes out. I have yet to be impressed. However, there was a shoe even more uglier than a Yeezy. And I should tell you something, that what, I bumped a Yeezy for this shoe. What company is it? Nike. That The ISPA Drifter or whatever? Yes, it's okay. the Nike. The fact that I guess that, you know it's a bad shoe. It's a horrible shoe. Nike Drifter Gator. Now, I know somebody's going to say, oh, but they're comfortable. Okay. You know, a they few, better be being a that few ugly. episodes ago, I was kind of contrasting and comparing ISPA to the ACG. Yeah. And it's like, I, I like what their mission or goal is. Just yeah. some of the projects are like, shouldn't Whoa, have come boy. out. <laughs> it's either the price point or just the overall aesthetic. Um, because I know the one pair was going like for 500. That Road Warrior was the nickname. Yeah, Road Warrior. It's like, bro, I'll keep that. Uh, I this, tried to buy it, but was glad I missed. You know, I was yeah. like, all right, whatever. I'm glad you missed. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> but this uh, this Drifter Gator, man, I'm sorry, bro. Like, once again, like, it's hard for me to imagine a group of designers sitting around a table and having to show this to their um, superiors and everybody being like, yeah, these are dope. <laughs> like, let's sell those. Like, I, I just cannot fathom i wish honestly invite nike whoever whatever brand invite me to these meetings i just want to know what the process looks like i don't want to know what's being said and how they're able to convince you to put some of this shit out uh this shoe right here like once again i know somebody's gonna say oh but they're hella comfortable first of all quit acting like y'all buy shit off of comfort because y'all been buying the same uncomfortable ass jordans for years now so don't talk to me about comfort um that might be an added plus what are you gonna say the most comfortable jordans are I would have to say, ooh. I'm going to say threes or fours. Nope. If you ask me the most comfortable Jordans, I'm going to say something newer, like the 28s. See, I don't I don't have or, experience with those, really. Should 28s, 29s. The 34s were fucking incredible. Like, if we're going off of comfort, like, right? Like, and so, you know, like, I, I cannot tell you a retro that's comfortable, especially the way they try to reimagine it, too, because, like, um, They'll do small little things to change it that end up changing. Like too narrow all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden it becomes narrow. Like the Jordan 12s. Yeah, like I know my, they, they redid the toe. Yeah, like my OG 12s are so much more different than the newer version of 12s. Like they cut to my feet now. They had just, reshaped the dunks, the SBs at least. And yeah. then it's weird because every now and then there'll be like an SB clad, like Diamond or um, yeah. Concepts, and they'll go back to like the old cut. But yeah. then they're still releasing the new. It's like just slight little differentiations yeah. or modifications. But. And it's just weird. It's like, yo, like, first of all, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, this is what I hate when Gentry come in and, and just ruin everything. Like, I don't know if they're just trying to, like, cut corners by, like, reshaping it because they think it's going to be, like, less material or, like, or, you know, what the rationale is. It's, it's annoying to me, though. Like I said, to go from being able to comfortably wear one of my favorite Jordans, which would be the 12, and now all of a sudden, you've got to be like, I got to take the insole out 
just to wear these, uh, you know, for more than 30 minutes. Without. You do know the most comfortable shoe, though, right? Ever? Probably Yeezys. But see, when people buy those, see, I, I wish people, I, my point was going to be, I wish people would quit asking like they buy shit for comfort because they don't. Like, there might be certain shoes. I think it helped the Ultra Boost. No idea. What I'm saying is some people, like, depending on what you're trying to do, like, if you're trying to go jogging and you're buying certain shoes for the performance, yeah, you're going to look for comfort. But for the overall group of sneakerheads and or hypebees, you're buying it based on the hype and looks. You're not buying off of comfort. The comfort is an added bonus after the fact. I'll buy a half size up or down wrong just if it's a better price. Yeah, sometimes. you. but the comfort isn't something that's <laughs> after the fact. Like, you're not buying it for that. Even if it was uncomfortable, you still go keep that, that shoe. Sh- that should be a call-in segment. Like, what, what's, like, the most uh, off-size you went up or down to make it happen? Yeah, that would be. Yeah. You know, before stock extra, before you could, like, have yeah, access to all this. Like, you know, I've squeezed into a 10 or made a 12 fit. That would be interesting, but yeah, that Nike Drifter Gator Ispa. First of all, the name is dumb and stupid, so you already know the shoe is gonna look dumb and stupid. But um, I don't even know what they were going for with that. Like, there's like a zipper on the back. Acid. And... <laughs> Somebody was high. Somebody was high. Nike needs to really, really shore up the drug testing policy if they're allowing stuff like that to go. Or put me in unchecked. that think tank. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to just—I'm not even gonna get involved in the meeting. I just want to be a, a, an audience. I just want to watch and see what things are being presented, how they're being pitched. It's the boardroom chat. That's that's dude. Right, that, but it's that's, just like, that's our what? whole thing. Like, like, do you understand? Like, so there's a mashed potato machine uh-huh. coming to Seven Elevens. Why? Because there was a boardroom meeting. I thought this was a joke. No, this no no this is no this is this is not my joking face. No, there it's a machine <laughs> like a Slurpee machine <laughs> that's going to pump out mashed potatoes, gravy, wow. corn. So you're saying invest some in other 7-11 stuff. stuff. Like I'm just I'm just saying. Like so like but but like that was what we talked about on the show. Like I just want I want I want a videotape of that boardroom conversation was where like cuz some guy was like guys I got it. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potato machine. <laughs> I, I, you know what people are missing when they go to Seven Eleven and they going in there for a convenient drink and or snack, right? Mashed potatoes, pack of smokes, a Red Bull, <laughs> right? Lottery and a, tickets and a bowl of sadness because yeah. KFC is closed. That's yeah. <laughs> KFC is closed. No, well, oh. at at that time of night. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say like well, hey, shit. The way they go, the look of concern you. Had. I know, right? Like I was like, my childhood is being I mean, ripped d- away from me. Ruby Tuesday just filed for bankruptcy. Did it? Uh, uh, yeah. No, they, they, okay. I this live next door to, to one, and they're emptying out their out the restaurants right now. This has nothing to do with sneakers, but they fucked up. They fucked up because they tried to get too fancy. Because they were right. kind of like fun records. No, no, dude, Red you, were, you were Ruby Tuesday. Like you had, dude. They had a great salad bar. They had some good steaks. They had an average salad bar. Uh, the, one my, the one by my the one by my house was always solid. Like it was like always like no, super well stocked. No matter what time of day, like they took care of. Remember it. when they first? But they were like a Ruckers Red Robin ish type of restaurant. Red where, Robin potato skin. See, I I don't know that I would no. So like to me, they were like a step above like Bennigan's and TGI Friday. Not so much as far as ambiance. Like they were as far as right. style and ambiance. Yeah. Now the food we can always, you know, debate. Oh no, I just know I overall. Like they, overall yeah, vibe. I'm just talking yeah. like so there was like like TGI Fridays and Bennigan's and then like Ruby Tuesday was a step above them. Yes. And then and then you had like the Red Robins and those kind of Yeah. Yes. I want a potato skin fired sneaker now. Jesus Christ. But then they tried to get all fancy and all the waitresses and waiters are wearing all black. They had the fancy lamps. 
and they changed their whole style. No, be be what you are. Exactly. Be just, and to me, it turned me off because I'm are. like, yo, like, why, like you serving the same food but trying to act like you're fancy? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, no, like, it's it's still a ten ninety nine steak. I, thank you. <laughs> like, if I want to get steak, I'm it, not going. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not. Going yeah, they, they, to, they don't, uh, they don't pull this crap at Outback. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not at all. So, um. Man, that's messed up though that they're following for me. And they biscuits used to be good. And they came with these cracker biscuits that they try to pass off as biscuits. They're more like scones at this point. <laughs> this is horrible. I tried, I tried going back like a while ago and it was just like, bro. like, dude, I haven't been, God, like, I haven't been to a, God, I haven't been to a Ruby Tuesday in seven, eight months. You know months. who I haven't been in so long? Like, I, Red Lobster. Like, Red Lobster is when you don't feel like making frozen, like seafood dinners yourself, and so you go to a restaurant and they have them do it. Well, yeah, because you can buy the cheddar biscuits. That's at, all I got. Like, now. If I was the goal to teach you. Dude, I mean, you can buy those at Meyer now. I mean, but I would probably want it from there because it could make it hot and fresh. It probably no, be a dude, little you, bit better. You can buy the mixes. Is it the same you, though? It, it oh no, it is. Okay, like you can all buy right. the mixes and you can make them yourself, or you can buy them out of the frozen section and just throw them in like the microwave or the oven for a few minutes, and and you're okay. good. That, yeah. All right, I mix. I never tried it, but. I haven't been around. Once I had good seafood, I was like, never again. I'm not going. No, <laughs> like Red Lobster was Red Lobster like, when you don't know no better. Yeah. Red Lobster was like <laughs> the McDonald's of seafood. It like is. they, they, they really, really were. Like it's, cause it, dude, I, like I grew up on the East Coast. So like I, you know, when I was a kid, I grew up in, uh, you know, New England. So I mean, lobster is, you know, what they call poor man's chowder. I mean, that was, oh, wow. I mean, it was, dude, lobster was a quarter a pound. Out. I mean, that was, uh, yeah. Um, and then I moved down to D.C., and then you got the D.C., Baltimore. It's all about the crab. It's all about the, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, the Midwest is kind of landlocked, so you don't know any better. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, like, for yeah, like, so I'm just know, talking from a poor standpoint. Like, yeah, like, I was too poor to know what good seafood was. Yeah. I went to Lobster Fest last year at Hart Plaza. That was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. <laughs> Dude, so you want good lobster and it's already passed this year. Tom's Oyster Bar. Uh, decent. I'll take it. Uh, Mudgies in Corktown does their lobster month every year. And they like fly in just hundreds of lobster every day from the East Coast. Um, and do like they do lobster rolls, they do all kinds, of, and they're all oh, oh, like literally the best place you around them here. cold or hot. Uh, honestly, there I'll do either. I prefer cold, yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, east coast, like Boston traditional, it's cold, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I it's, it's just funny how like we always go on the food tangent. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> real lobster, man, like, like honestly, it really feels like y'all, uh, like you just too lazy to. Make the frozen dinner yourself, so you went to Red Lobster and had them do it for you and serve it to you as if you was at a restaurant. Oh, perfect! So we we're talking about the McDonald's collaborations, right? Mm-hmm. You see who's up next? Jay Balvin. Yep. <sighs> and he's he's previously publicly said he would never eat McDonald's and that shit's trash. No, this is what's funny. Like that's and now he's got the uh, I know the necklaces and like the Coke and fries. It was it's almost like when. Uh, uh, DJ Khaled was just like rejuvenator, rejuvenator, rejuvenator until Krep showed up with a check. And it was like, Krep, 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 Krep. And it was like, okay. Right, okay. And Krep hit him like $3 million. Do absolutely nothing. But anyway. Um, yeah, Jay Have Bell there was. been figure? Has, has there been any figures released on what that collab 
resulted in from an ROI perspective McDonald's? with McDonald's? Yeah, I think they they said um, they have less drive through time and they're up like four percent or something. Okay, because I like, do like my kid. So my my ten year old son, he has always been, I want a hamburger with just lettuce and ketchup on it that's all he ever eat or or mcnuggets those wait, are the only wait, wait, but now he's a real rager dude now all of a sudden that whatever who's he what's it youtuber thing came out and that's all he eats now like that's all he wants like he has he literally has if if he if i would let him he would eat that at least once a day well in that sense they reached they, they reached their audience then because i'm not the audience i am yeah. dude i tried one it it's a really it's a mcdonald's bacon cheeseburger like I'm, that's right I, it, it i'm surprised i haven't tried it yet and i'm surprised you haven't tried it yeah, just it, curiosity it just and, like, so and i know you not. i, I bought I do, one of the t-shirts i know you knock mcdonald's all the time i will say this their quarter pounders and their double quarter pounders have gotten remarkably better Really, uh, like so. From what I understand, like they've revert, like they've changed how they do those two burgers in particular, uh-huh. where they own, like they don't, do, they don't freeze them. Like so, like that was always Wendy's thing is it's never frozen, yada yada. Yeah. So apparently, like they do, that, like so, like the quarter pounder and the, or as I call it, the heart attack and the double heart attack with cheese, <laughs> um, have gotten remarkably better. They need to remake that the Big Mac then too because there's more bread than meat on there. It's but it always has been I like know. that's dude that's that's like that's your that's your brain going oh. Spaghettios were amazing. Yeah, go get you a can of Spaghettios now, yeah. and because they haven't changed, and tell me how amazing they are. Right. That's soggy noodles and ketchup, <laughs> and ketchup it's and like sugar, red water. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, um, we did. I did that for like I think it was about two weeks. I did the uh, the the flashback cereal challenge, uh, on, like just on Facebook, where I was like, you know what, I'm I'm just I'm going to the grocery store. Well, I didn't go to the grocery store. I ordered it all from shipped. And like I was said, like one day it was Apple Jacks, and then like you know Captain Crunch, Frosted Flakes, so you fancy, Fruity we Pebbles. Had to focus hope we had to go in the half circle and get the the rice cereal and. The, so, but here's the thing. So, like, that was, was all, no color, by the way. Either. It was just so, black and white dude, boxes. So that was all. That was also part of it. Is so like there are a lot of them where I like the Aldi brands more than I like the name brands. I don't know which brand it is, but private label is the way to go, in my opinion. Like, Fruit dude, Loops, Aldi's I, amazing. I, I hate Fruit Loops well, for a lot of things. Aldi's amazing. I hate Fruit Loops, but this like this off brand is like so much better than Fruit Loops. Because it, it, it doesn't get soggy as fast. It, it, oh, what is it? It's I think that's the kind that I got. It's like the fruity circles Fruitios or whatever. Or yeah. yeah. It's, it stays so it doesn't get soggy as fast. Right. And it actually is more flavorful. And I'm like, man, this is better cereal. And you're right. There's a lot of off-brand cereal that's actually better than the mm-hmm. name brand. Like, there's certain things that I would not eat, that, like Miracle Whip. There's no substitute for Miracle Whip. I don't care what. It's just, no. If it ain't Miracle Whip, I don't want it. Okay. So like Hellman's, get the fuck out of here with that. I don't want it. Well, but it's a it's a different taste profile. Yeah. Like that's like you. So to me, like so that's, that's like problem. comparing a one. Is not a sandwich. That's like comparing a one and Heinz fifty seven. They're two different sauces for two different things. <sighs> like kind of one's mayo, one's not. <laughs> like miracle, like Miracle Whip is not mayo. It t- and don't and don't get like, dude. I'm I'm a Miracle Whip guy, miracle, but when it comes to certain food prep. You got to use mayo because it's so, a different consistency. I don't like either, yes. but to me, Miracle Whip and mayo is very similar. Miracle Whip, so do, so Miracle Whip but then has. I like ranch, and I'm like, no, nah, it's a whole nother family. 
See, Even which, is, I know which is funny because if you're a ranch guy, I would assume you were a Miracle Whip guy. No, a ranch. Like if it ain't Hidden Valley, I do not want it. Like, oh no, Hidden Valley got the best ranch. Disagree. Bullshit. Try all I these. I strongly disagree. I, no. I, I, dude, I was that guy. I grabbed all oh. these. Kills it. B Dubs has the best. You ranch. put breadcrumbs in the macaroni. What? B Dubs <laughs> has some good ranch. <laughs> what you say? Ranch from Buffalo Wild Wings is up there. Ooh, I would say. I don't know what kind of it is. Probably some sort of it, it is pretty good, too. Yeah. Right, I will give you that. But still, Hidden Valley is the bomb. How are we talking about this and not sneakers? I don't know. But Oh, that's where I was going. Actually, that's where I was going originally is you were talking about, like, you know, uh, you need a McDonald's collab. <laughs> oh, um, right. there, there was a KFC. KFC did a collab with Crocs. And, oh, yeah. And, I, got and so I remember that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I had the shoe, and I forgot what they call the little giblets. Yeah. Uh, it smelled like fried chicken. Which oh, is... So wrong to me. Well, <sighs> what was wrong was I had people calling me for the sneaker. And then uh, while we're on it, Justin Bieber has a pair of Crocs coming out soon. Well, and he, Post Malone's been having Crocs, and Bad Bunny just had Crocs. I posted a picture. Everyone's, everyone's got a Crocs this window here first. Yo, why don't we reach out to Crocs for a sponsorship? Uh, I don't, because I'm never going to wear them. I won't either. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Crocs. It would be like I can't I'm, bitch about. I'm, I'm happy to say I've never in my life owned a single pair of Crocs. Actually, at my job, they try to get us to wear Crocs because this one area uh, is like really sensitive. And when I said anyone is wearing our work boots to track in any type of contaminants, and okay. so we, so we had to go into this room that was like a blow off area yep. and put on Crocs. And I like I was just so ever. I was like, I'm not wearing these. Like, move me to another area. Like, I don't, I don't want to <laughs> no. I'm not wearing these. I know a lot of chefs use them in the kitchen. Look, I'm oh, that was, sure. uh, who was it? It was uh, Mario Batali. Was all that was like on Iron Chef America. Like that was he was always running around in Crocs all the time. And I've and I've actually worn a pair, and I'm like, I don't get it. Well, you know? I understand like not if you need it for work or this or that, but I don't understand why they're paying rock stars to endorse their product. Oh, I, I mean, people like I mean, at this point, rock stars will take any check. Anybody will take any check. Nobody has integrity anymore. I'll take the check. <laughs> Like, I'll actually say no because I know I'm not going to wear your shit, and it will just be a waste of time for both parties. If if it's a big enough bag of money. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, okay, <laughs> let's, let, let's, let's let me say clear. this. Let me, okay, let me, Dude, let me every, every, everybody. Let me e- clean it up. Dude. Everybody has a price. Let me clean it up. <laughs> You're right. Let me clean it up. If you see me wearing Crocs, it's because they paid me so much money I couldn't say no. There you go. Put it like that. But. If they're just like, hey, where are these crops? We send you some and free And if parents. you want to share your contact information. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, my contact is my routing number in my bank account. That's, a, that's the only contact information they need. But um, no, but if they were like, oh, we'll send you some free crocs if you shot us out. Well, like, like, nah, like it's straight. like Sean Watherspoon. He was in an interview saying he doesn't like Adidas. He doesn't care for them. He would never put a product out by them. And then he did. Yeah, after uh, <laughs> after the Nike deal and then after the Asics deal. So I would never say that. Like I, I would never like. If and I now, don't... if you look at the value, everything he's done with Adidas, there's yeah. you know whether or not there's result doesn't matter. But just statistically looking, all his other stuff is much more valuable. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't that impressed with his collab with Adidas anyway. Um, but I think it's better than Jay Balvin's fucking Air Jordan One. That Air Jordan One, it not. I take it back. His shoe is the ugliest collaboration in the history of collaborations. It is by far the ugliest shoe of the year. It is way worse than Union Forest. We want, now I'm about to get mad. 
because these brands, I'm starting to really get pissed off with brands just thinking that they're going to just fucking throw some celebrity or some influencer on a shoe and think it's going to sell. Not everybody that's famous is a designer. Not everybody that has a following deserves to get behind a shoe or a product and come up with their own version of it. This is what, this is, this is what happens when you just enable people and give them the ability and opportunity to come up with collaborations and they come up with bullshit like this. That shoe is so horrible. And the fact that they actually said, yeah, we're going to release this. We're going to send out But what pictures. does that say about the American public, though? Because at the end of the day, it comes down to, eh, they'll buy it. This is going to, you know what? This is going to be my majority of these buyers aren't necessarily going to be American. This is going to be my, well, yeah. This is going to be my barometer for as far as my faith in humanity. If these shoes sell and I see people wearing these shits, they will. I am moving to another planet. His fan base is huge. Look, this is what I would tell. I just had this argument. Non sneaker heads. See, that's what I will jump in. This is where I would challenge anybody. If you went back to the 80s, and you say, okay, I got Run DMC or I got Michael Jackson to endorse my product. Almost everybody will unanimously, unanimously go with Michael Jackson. Bigger name. This is before all the controversy and shit. You would go with Michael Jackson. But Michael Jackson, yeah. Michael Jackson did not help LA Gear nearly as much as Run DMC helped Adidas. Why? Because authenticity. Michael Jackson never released a song called LA Gear. Well, that authenticity, <laughs> authenticity, and look, right? You love Michael Jackson. You're not trying to dress like him. Nobody's trying to walk around wearing all leather like that. Not unless you're a Sturgis. Well, I mean, Eddie Murphy. Well, you got to be super fucking rich <laughs> to where nobody cares. We're talking about normal people. Normal people. This is why I like. Hey, don't don't uh, don't be dismissive. It's National Kink Month. Don't be dismissive only, of the BDSM crowd. Only time is <laughs> on a rare occasion is work. Like I, I know that because of a show that I ran yesterday for a licensed sexual therapist that oh, runs wow. on our network. Yeah, but like Cameron, he was we'll able. Talk. He was <laughs> he was able to get people to wear pink and shit. But let's be honest, the only person that people really thought could get away with it was him, and that's because he's really? so rich really? and famous. Let's, so let's go back to the eighties. How many people you remember walking around wearing one glove? No, people were doing that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. time uh, out. What? People were doing that. <laughs> I remember Macaulay was doing it. <laughs> people were doing that. People were wearing it. But I'm saying, but that's up to a point, though. Like, wearing one glove is not that much of a fashion statement. Getting me to wear a whole bunch of buckles and leather and walking around, like, I... I can get away with wearing one glove. That don't mean I can get away wearing an entire outfit like Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, no. Unless, yeah, unless you were a goth kid, you weren't going down yeah. that route. Yeah. Like you was not going to dress. Like, you might have the Thriller jacket, which yeah. I, the, th- the Thriller jacket was dope, actually. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you're not going to wear the entire outfit. You're not going to have the flooding pants with the white socks and the you know the black penny loafers and shit. You can't pull that off like Michael. So you're not even going to try. And so... uh. My point was going to be, because I was talking to some people in marketing today, um, about like um, if Nike was to <clears throat> if Nike was trying to push a product, who would be more influential, Kim Kardashian or uh, a group of micro influencers? And I said the group of micro influencers because depending on who your target audience is, if you're trying to reach somebody that within the sneaker community or who's into sneakers in general. I don't know how much movement Kim Kardashian is going to have. Like, she's going to give you exposure. That Exposure alone is not going to create engagement. I True. think that's where it comes to, like, trends and fads. And, like, Kim K might give you, like, one hot item, but, like, people aren't going to 
want to see like longevity behind. But this, but here's the difference. So we are no longer in a network TV world. Mm -hmm. We are in an on-demand streaming world. And so that's why you have the Netflixes, the Hulus, the whoever that will spend the money to produce a hyper-focused niche content show because they know it'll catch. Will it last more than one or two seasons? Probably not, based on everything we've seen so far. Right. But they will take that leap, and they will make their money off of it, and then they will move on to the next one. Right. No, and that kind of goes to my point of um, exposure alone does not create engagement. Just because Kim Kardashian might get you more eyes doesn't mean that those eyes are going to – Engage or therefore spend money. Dude, on I go back. Product. I always go back to that uh, that Instagram chick that like tr- she had 1.5 million followers. Sell tried to launch a clothing line, couldn't. Literally, could not sell 20 T-shirts yeah. to her followers. Now, now that's not to say that Kim couldn't move the needle or something else. But the the example given was a Nike. Yeah. Most people that are into Nike aren't necessarily moved by what Kim Kardashian does or doesn't do. Nobody gives a shit. You know, so they get they're more influenced by people that they can relate to and that's why the micro influencers would be more uh i think valuable in that instance and so basically going back this whole conversation goes well, back also on that topic you got to look about you got to look at what you're putting in and what you're getting out and you could work with like you said the influencers at a much cheaper rate than you could kim k exactly because all you got with the micro influencers what you got to do just give them the product yeah, i didn't want to say it, <laughs> yeah like, i mean like most people and it's always funny to me now because I see people, you know, I see brands, you know, uh, start to give other people product. And I always, you know, I smile because it's like, you know, you see them excited and you're happy for them because when you, when you're not used to that or when that happens to you for the first couple of times, you know, you're excited. You're like, oh shit, you know, the brands, they are aware of me enough to send me said product. But, oh, there's a little, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but after a while. <laughs> After a while, it was like, uh, like I'm not. You realize you're getting played because it's like I'm doing the marketing for you. You're sending me this product. I'm getting excited. I'm creating content for you. I have such a great story about this, but it is not for on the air. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, after the show, the sneaker box out the dark. Um, and so like, I, I just I. Like, See, you're you're tired of it. I'm at the point where if I get a package, <laughs> I'll right. still be excited. I'm just smart enough to know y'all know about to Cut me the check. Like I. Let me determine. I would rather have the check than the shoe, because at least with the check, I can do whatever I want to. With the shoe, like I'm, I'm stuck with that. Not the, and I and I love sneakers. You literally refuse to sell the shoe. Yeah, I won't sell the shoe. I'll give it away before I sell it for a charitable donation. No, I I give it to charity. I do that plenty of times. Like um, kids for kids. Like if I didn't like the shoe, okay, here we should get something going for the holidays. Some kind we should. Of, uh, however you want to look at it, but. <laughs> But the point, but the point going back to this J Balvin's thing, and this is where I get frustrated because it's like, and this is why brands, brands don't know how to stop. They always wait for the audience to tell them when, when that line is where they crossed it instead of knowing where the line is themselves. I'm curious if McDonald's is just picking Nike collaborators at this point or like who knew first. Probably. Probably, but I'm just talking about that shoe. That shoe is trash. Like, never mind the McDonald's thing because I have no intentions on buying into that shit no more than I bought into the Travis Scott shit. Um, his shoe is so fucking ugly. It's so horrible. I mean, it looks like a five year old went in there and went crazy. It, it it looks so just 
premium materials. Bad. You know when your kid comes in? Okay. You know when your kid comes home with a finger painting or, you know, some type of art project in for school? We all know it's, it's pretty bad. But, you know, as parents, you know. Put you it on the fridge anyway. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're proud of it. Oh, this looks good. That's what it felt like. It just felt like Jordan Brown was like, oh, we're going to put this in the refrigerator, Jay Balvin's. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, next to the, to the, the turkey he made with his, the, the outline, outline of his, his hand. hand. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's such a, that is by far the worst show. I know I've said it on the unions, but that Jay Balvin is 100%. T- and I was talking to a designer this week too. And he was saying the exact same thing. He was just like, yo, like, what's going on now? Like, these collaborations are just so bad. And I'm like, I don't know. Speaking of collabs and looking bad, there's an there's an upcoming SB Dunk, and uh, I'm not entirely sure who the collaborator is with. I originally thought it was Civilist, but I know they just did a project. Uh-huh. But it's basically an SB Dunk bringing back the elephant print. Maybe it was Atmos or something. Okay. But basically, when you and me think elephant oh, the dunk, print, low, I think that's yeah. Cool. yeah. But like when you think elephant print, like you think like that cement Jordan Three, texture, yeah. right? All right. Whatever's on, the, and I love dunks, but whatever this print is, it's not what we're expecting or what we're used to i'm gonna see who the collaborator is man i, I just <laughs> also speaking of dunk sean cliver one of the guys who was behind the strange love dunk he has another sb coming up that's looking nice yeah i gotta see it i don't know man i, I just i'm just used to when collaborators put effort because they knew this was their possible one opportunity to come up with their own unique thing. And so they will, you know, they will create themes and stories. Like this is one back, like remember back in like SBs were like real big and they did a whole bunch of collaborations. They was based on particular themes and stories independent to those different skate shops that had the chance to do those collaborations. Yeah. And usually they executed them very well. The thing I was talking about the elephant print, it was yeah. Atmos. They've got this okay. upcoming one right here. But I'm so, saying, like if you look at the, at the cement print, what are your thoughts? Does that look right or does that look off? I mean, had you not said anything, I don't think I would have noticed, honestly. I mean, it looks kind of the same. I don't know. I mean, I would never buy that pair. So I wouldn't necessarily uh, dissect it too much. Fair. Um, but yeah, you're saying they used to tell stories. or Recently, yeah, they to, recently they, Atlas just had they used to be dope, though. They, they used to be dope. They used to be executed very well because people put more effort into it. And I think now... People kind of fall back. That's okay. It's okay. I'm not excited about it, but whatever. But now it just feels like, well, we know we're going to sell out anyway because it's going to be limited. So just based on that alone, people are going to like, you know, try to get it because they're going to try to resell it. Um, I was actually last episode, I was sitting here entering raffles and I hit one of those from that night. Which ones? Uh, I don't want to say where, but it was no, no, I mean, the, what's the Atlas ones. Okay. Now I do, you know what show I do want with those Slam John Dunks? The white ones, though. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, one pair already dropped, and then yeah, the, the other pair is going to. Slam jet. No, that's nice. That's pretty dope. And yeah. I like how it, once again, thinking outside the box, that clear midsole, that milky midsole. Yeah. There's, they're simple, but like nice little accents. Yeah. I love them. Um, but other shoes to look forward to. Um, these are some shoes that like I did not, um, I don't know, I ain't going to say I did not know what were coming, but uh, I do want to start off with this Adidas D-Rose 11. Um. I wish Guru was here because there's so many facets to this. Um, because he's no longer the player he used to be, but yeah, he still has a signature line. You said it's C11? Yeah. And it doesn't, honestly, like some shoes look like a signature shoe and some shoes look like something you would find at like Ross or at, uh, Burlington Coal Factory. 
like some, you know, some Nike, Adidas, B, you know, like just some basic shit, you know, to cut your grass in. Right. And this was, that's what they look like to me. Nothing about them screams signature model. Nothing about those just, I don't know. It's just. I think I he teased. And I want to like D Rose's. I think he teased a project with Kanye recently. It was like a shoe and got horrible. Yeah, they were. Uh, Go kart racing or something. Right? Something. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. I don't even know what to call it. Like a an atrocious rubber boot looking thing. Oh my God. Yeah, I can't do it, man. Uh,. Nike has a bunch of stuff that's coming out. No shit, right? Um, there's a lot of shoes that they got coming out. Uh, they got a lot of Blazer Mids coming out. Like Nike, once they, when Nike gets stuck on a particular, oh my God. Once Nike gets stuck on a particular silhouette or, or uh, um, colorway or a certain look, like, you know, like for a while they were doing safari print and everything. For a yeah. while they were doing elephant print and everything. Um, infrared everything. Um, and then they like beat up silhouettes like the Air Jordan One, um, Air Max ninety sevens for a while. Uh, now they just seem like they're just gonna beat up on these blazers. They're just gonna pump them out, and so they got a lot of blazer mids. Some of the ones that I'm most excited about, uh, well, the one has a blazer, but it's really a pack, and that's the uh, what is it? Where is that at? God damn it! Hmm. Oh, have a good game pack. That pack looks so dope. I can't wait for it to come out. I don't know. There's there's yet to be a release date for that. They just keep saying sometime soon. What that is, I don't know. I'm going to be pissed if it's going to be some type of shock drop, like some type of quick strike. Um, I want a release date. Well, I kind of wish it was a shock drop. No, I think about it because everybody knows when they come out, everybody and their bots are going to be on there. There's only one Nike bot killing it right now. And it's the shitbot. That's literally their name. I know, yeah, you you told us about that one. And they're destroying it right now. Um, Go shut down and B&B is getting filtered. TSB has two modes, um, NSWBA and NSA, which is basically like saying desktop or app. Yeah. And they have the best cookie generator in the game right now and consecutively hitting. Oh, there you have it. That's why you can't get your shoes because of the shit app. Um. (laughs) Uh, but they do have some, uh, but some of these Blazer Mids, like I said, you got the, uh, have a good game, uh, Blazer Mids and the Air Force One, the white pairs. Cool. Uh, you got the Freddy Krueger 95s. They don't know when those are going to drop. Looking forward to those. They're doing a spooky 97 too, I think. I don't know yeah, what the I've nickname seen was, but. And the trainer, uh, ones. I didn't see that yet. Yeah. Um, kind of going through this list. There's a daybreak. There's a women's daybreak that's pretty dope. It's like a, a denim polka dot type thing. I don't, I avoid polka dots. I'm, we're it's ta- a women's. We're talking about Dusty Rhodes. Well, it's earlier. a women's. Oh, wow. That's when I when I think polka dot. I all I hear is Rose. his uh, theme song. Uh, I think of that guy that Biggie dissed in the end of his career before it started. I can't remember what his name was, but um, no, it's a day. It's a women's daybreak, but I think it's pretty dope. Women should check it out. Uh, Pharrell got some NMDHUs. Why are these still? So shoes? I'm wearing Pharrells right now. Yeah, I know. And and regardless if you're a fan of his shoe, yeah, the ones coming out are going back to the old soul where these are like the trail or the hiking one. Yeah. So I do like the old cut better that he's bringing back. I just I don't. I'm just kind of tired. Like I just felt like to me they're a heavy easy. Not even the the comfort or anything like that. I'm just like, well, they are heavy. <sighs> I'm tired of seeing the same shoe 
over and over and over and over. Like, as much as I bitch about Travis Scott, at least he did give us a four and a six and different silhouettes, whereas Pharrell took, is just giving I think us the same took, shoe over and over model. and over. I think it was like the 23. It was one random Jordan. Like, everyone yeah, was surprised yeah. he did. Yeah. And I was like, all right, like, let's hope that he at least acknowledged the model no one cared about. Just you know? over and over and over and over again. It's just like, okay. Uh, Clock got some Jordans that are coming out next year. You got the 35s. You got the 14 lows. Um, definitely looking forward to the uh, – what is this? I was about to say the Yeezy 451. I'm not looking forward to that. But that's coming out next February. Um, so that's going to be interesting because it's like rubber mold over a sock. So it's going to pretty much be his normal 350 inside of the clog looking shoe. Oh my god! I'm, I'm just I'm done with Yeezys. I wish I didn't have to talk about them, but I do. The uh, Air Jordan 35. I'm actually looking forward to that too, and I really want to know how they feel because I actually like the 35. At least most of the colorways I see. And based off our comfort talk, I need some newer Jordans. <laughs> I got you. Get the 34s. Yeah, I might. I might have to. Um, I gotta say though, because I was in on that uh that release or that call that they did a week or two ago. Um, the board meeting. Yeah. First off, and I've said this, I said the same thing about the Under Armour and B1. I'm gonna say the same thing about the Jordan 35. Always put your best foot forward. All these dope colorways of the 35, and they dropping that weak ass, uh, what's that gray, orange, blue? Like, it's just a hodgepodge of colors. And then the reasoning for that shoe is so when they were doing samples and they were rendering how it looked, so like each piece of the shoe was a different color, just so they, you know. And they just left it like Yeah, that. they left it like that because they were like, okay, well, that looks dope enough. That's how. That's how. I, I, honestly, goes. I got so mad. Like I was just like, yo. And at that point in time, you couldn't, because um, like later in the thing, we we're able to kind of um, do a Zoom meeting with the people involved with the thirty-five and ask questions and stuff. I didn't get to that portion. I think Nightwing did. Me and uh, LGL twenty-three Dan were <laughs> trying to feverishly get on there. We couldn't get on there. Anyway, uh, but the part before that, you just kind of watched. As different people from Jordan Brand came in and talked about the contributions to the shoe, and when they said that, I was man, I was like, <laughs> I think I yelled like that is fucking stupid. Like, why? Because that's sh- oh, I don't know. I, I look at that shoe, and here's the crazy part: I want to like that shoe. I really do. I really want to like that shoe, and they're not giving me a reason to like that particular colorway. See, I'm thinking like flash forward twenty years. And you're sitting, you're sitting in the actual boardroom, and they're like, "All right, Caesar, like, how are we gonna finish it?" And you're just like, "I ah, here, fine, like, <laughs> just all comes full circle." Yeah, they're gonna turn me into a, a Sith. Just dumb it down a little bit. Yeah, uh, man, this prayer never gets that far. Like, hopefully, I'd never lose my uh, my passion. Hopefully, um, I did want to. I wanted to call Scully. Who you know anybody that's been listening to a show for a while used to be on the show. Um, was working with StockX for a I'm, while. I met him once. He was not, he was a cool dude. Yeah, Scully is awesome. What about Mulder? I met him once. You know how sometimes you meet people and all you remember is the sneakers they're wearing. Yeah, he had the turtle doves on. That's what I recall. I can see that. Um, he used to be with StockX. Now he is with Stadium Goods. As a matter of fact, he is and he's running the store in Chicago that they just opened. Oh, I'm gonna be. Um, I'm driving to Chicago tomorrow. Are you? Yep. Got uh, a wedding. Which actually, it's a funny story. The black eye happened at the bachelor party. And the bride-to-be is a little bit upset because we're taking wedding photos tomorrow. 
Nice. So I guess we'll make her get you some concealer. Yeah. As if, <laughs> as if he doesn't know what that is already. Uh, an article. <laughs> Uh, an article written by Michael Lay for Sneaker News Stadium Goods Chicago storefront just opened the doors to the public recently uh, with a retail space, an entire story larger than their Manhattan-based counterpart. Uh, totaling 6,000 square feet, the space first leads you into a layout that reminds you of the original NYC store. An opposing 60-by-16-foot uh, wall welcomes you with nearly 1,000 elusive sneakers while an adjacent display of glass cases showcase new drops unique collectibles, and a sizable collection of Call Supreme and Off-White gear. One flight up, the shop begins to get more experimental as a modular merchandising system of brushed stainless steel and glass draws influence from the design language of the Windy City's manufacturers. Uh, the floor would act as a home to bespoke installations that will soon highlight some of the most exclusive items in streetwear and sneakers. Uh, for those of you who live in the Chicago area or will be visiting the city sometime soon like Dunks, uh, Stadium Good Chicago is located at 60 East West, oh, East West, East Walton Street. Uh, the Market Center in Wicker Park is also open for consignment, although it's by appointment only. Um, hopefully we're able to go to Chicago too sometime soon. Probably. If they're probably open to, Sunday, I'll check it out. Yeah, probably. We probably won't make it out there to the new year, you know, with the holidays coming I'll, try, I'll show up with Sneakerbox uh, business cards. <laughs> I bet. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Scott. Oh, yeah, Caesar told you I was coming, right? He said, "Give me the grand." Oh yeah, story. I give him a heads up. Yep. Uh, but no, I, shout out to Scott. He, that dude, I'm telling you, he's like a cat. He always lands on his feet, and so uh, proud of him. Young cat too. That's the thing I like about him is that he's so driven, and his work ethic is ridiculous. Uh, so excited for him, especially with the new opportunity in Chicago of all cities. Um, so. Definitely interested to see what he does with that. Um, you have something. Well, you. yeah, speaking of Stadium Good, so their competitor, Flight Club, they just dropped a new app today called Alias, yeah. which is interesting because it, it just dropped today, and I signed up for it. I'm looking at it, and it's it's pretty like analytical or like going on the whole like look at numbers, compare numbers thing, but it's pretty much GOAT, and Flight Club and GOAT are the same owner. So they're, I don't know if they're doing like the whole cannibalization thing or if they're just trying to double up, but Flight Club is lowering their, uh, their middleman fees, their consignment fees. Hmm. So trying to keep up with everyone. But also, not only is Flight Club coming down in fees, uh, Goat has this thing, I might butcher this a little bit, but Goat has this thing called instant shipping where it's like some stuff they already have in stock. Yeah. They're going to now charge buyers an extra six or six and a half percent processing fee, kind of like StockX snuck up. So, uh, StockX can go to raising fees where all these other consignments are bringing down, but then it's like some of the same people on the same things, and it's uh, it's kind of hard to figure out what's going on here. <clears throat> Man, honestly. I'll pull up the email from Alias today. I uh, I mean, I don't even know what it's like to be a reseller. I really don't want to know. Um, it's not as glorious as everyone thinks, sitting around not even hitting a BOGO. <laughs> even with that being said, y'all still do it. So, I mean, it got to be something in it. What's that? This is uh, the original email from Alias today from Flight Club. Mm. So they're just kind of like analytical driven or like, hey, look at the numbers or trying to compare. But uh, there's uh, no more of this 20% consignment fee stuff. I definitely got that from StockX because StockX, was, that's all it is. But yeah, if you look, it even says link your GOAT account. See? This is a Flight Club email for a third platform. See? 
So, but shout out Stadium Goods. I still have inventory on their shelves right now. I've never bought anything from them, so I wouldn't know. I bought Thunder Fours from Flight Club a long time ago. I bought stuff from Flight Club. I never bought anything from Stadium Goods. Same, but I've sold a lot in Stadium Goods because I don't know if they have celebrities or what. You put prices on there make no sense. I'll, I'll literally list something for double what I put on StockX. Uh-huh. And even with their 20% fee, it's worth it. I, I, that's what I've heard, too, is that they it's like they just sell to celebrities. Or Yeah, and I've been doing the stadium goods for a while before they even had uh, like their whole label system set up. And uh, they take a little bit long on processing, but I've had all good I've experiences. They Every store has hit me up at least once saying your shoes smell like weed. So they got, <laughs> they got me with that once, but other than that, it's been all good. Wow. Um, on eBay, I had someone write me an upset message too. Like, I posted it because um, all my shit, you know, it's it's either dead stock or like listed in the condition it's in. Yeah. But I guess I haven't been taking odor into consideration. And um, um, sorry, guys. No, nah, I mean, it's true. I don't know. I'm trying to think who would complain about weed smoke, though. Well, I get it. Like, if it's a suede shoe, it's going to linger more than like a leather shoe. I guess. I guess. Um, but I don't even notice it. So. I got to say this, too, man. I I think most people feel this way, you know, with this whole COVID thing. Like, because we were traveling heavy, you know, up until this year. And so this year, you know, it's kind of derailed a lot of, I guess, everyone's travel plans, if they had plans. And I can honestly, I cannot tell you how. You I'm, can't go anywhere. I know. At least not outside the country. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, even in the country. My I don't last travel was uh, All-Star Weekend, which was luckily like sneaker-related. Yeah. yeah. And then the world shut down like two weeks later. Yeah. I mean, I, that's my whole point. Is like, I'm hoping next year. You know, I'm hoping, fingers crossed. Like, I really, like, I would love to get back on the road. Because that was the fun part. Like, just going to different places, meeting people and stuff. And just... Dude, same. Like, like yeah, we were going to do New York City Comic Con this year. We were going to do... um we weren't doing San Diego because I've done San Diego once and that's too much. No, thank you. Uh, but we're going to hit one in Chicago. We were going to hit one. Like, How far is San Diego from San Francisco? Uh, three and a half hours, okay. I want to say. Oh, good. Oh, good. I, lo- I just want to go back to the Bay Area. I love the Bay Area. That's one of my, like, on my short list of places to go back and visit. Why are you looking like that? Okay. Okay. Oh, well, so San Francisco, not San Diego. Well, it's, it's kind of part of that, right? No, they're yeah, no, they're they're far. When Oakland, what, Bay Area? Where's Oakland? California's long. Well, yeah, the Bay Area and San Francisco are like. No, San Diego is more of a. No, you're talking about San Diego. I'm saying Bay Area, San Francisco, are all within the same vicinity. Ish. It's like what, like twenty minutes? Forty. Everything minutes? in LA is twenty minutes. <laughs> oh. Dude, crossing the street in L.A. is 20 minutes. Don't. It's yeah, way no. worse than New York. I, dude, I thought New York was horrible. By dude, when I, that makes me every time I've ever been well, to L.A. on business, we had to leave like to three hours for a 10-minute drive. I mean, if I don't have to go to L.A. again, I New won't. York has more. So, like, New York's condensed and has public transportation. True. Where, like, L.A. is spread out and everyone has a car. I will say this. If I had to go back to either one of them, I would go back to New York because I just feel like it's more culture there. LA to San Diego, I was close. Two hours, 14 minutes. No, I'm talking about San Francisco and the oh, Bay San Area. Fr- sorry, San Francisco. I was... San Francisco and the Bay Area are all within this. San Francisco is part of the Bay Area, right? It is. That's, and that's what I was talking about. So you were, you were fixated on the San Diego part. 
Oh, I'm sorry. San Francisco to San Diego is seven hours, 57 minutes. So you're fixing it on the San Diego part. I don't want to go to San Diego. I just want to go back to the Bay Area. Well, then just go to San Francisco and have fun. That's what I said. You was fixated on the Do San Diego you, part. Because I was talking about San Diego Comic Con, <laughs> and that's that's what I was talking about, and then you went left, so... I should have made the right of Albuquerque. I should have, that left turn at Albuquerque. Yeah. Heavens to Murgatroyd. I, uh, but no, I, I really want to go back to California. I love being from California. I... So, L.A., San Francisco... Both to me are Vegas. I'd rather go to Anaheim. I can stand them for three days. Like that's my cap. If I want to go to LA, I just go to Anaheim. It was like a nicer, quieter LA without all the landmarks. <laughs> that's it. Well, but then why go? Like I mean, if you're gonna go, go. You know why? One word, two syllables. Well, three syllables. Disneyland. Okay. That's it. That's, that would be my reason for going. I tried to get Jumpman to go. So, like, Disney World hold Light. Up, I get up. it. Yeah, that's really Universal it Studios, Disney, whatever, in Japan. They got yeah. a, a a Mario World. Uh, more than just a ride. Like, it's a, its own inner park coming. Huh. Well, so, if anything, let's just plan a, tri- uh, plan a trip to Japan. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> um, But, no, I, I there's so many different trips I want to go to. It's funny because, like... Most of our trips were aligned with SneakerCon. Um, and I think their first trip out the gate is Cleveland, which, while it, once again, put your best foot forward. Like, why do you want to start from Cleveland? Like, like matter of fact, just cancel all. I will say this. Their turnout in Cleveland is pretty huge, but that's because they live in Ohio and ain't shit else to do. So when SneakerCon comes, that gives them a reprieve from the normal Ohio life. There's an upcoming Michigan event. I think it's like Sneaker Exchange or something. I'm not going to that. Look, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll tell you about that later. But Dude, I, 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 I'm, I, like, there are sneaker cons. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't know that? Oh yeah. There's complex con, which is like There's, no taking no, advantage no. of everything. But Dude, I know comic cons. I know other. You no, know, see, I, complex con is just like one or two events a year, and they just basically hype beats go nuts. It's like hedonism for hype beats. But I'm saying, like, comic con, I feel like. Is a lot better planned and more thought put into where sneaker cons are more so like, like yeah they're organized but it's like focused on buying and selling at this point isn't it? Well, that's what that's Comic Con. Yes, I was gonna say. And I feel like Comic Con would be more similar to Complex Con. No, though. it's not. No, 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 no. I'd say I don't. I don't know Complex Con, no. so I can't compare. No, no. Well, I like do, like you go to Comic Con and like you're there to like maybe I'm wrong, but like you go to Comic Con, you want to meet like. Older celebrities, like, like two or three celebs. I want to find like one toy that I haven't been able to find anywhere else. Yeah, and I want I want to find like two or three pieces of art that I've never seen before. That yeah, I gotta have for my walls. Yeah, if I'm comparing, because I feel like what I'm comparing, it's like a hodgepodge of all the mainstream parts of what that I'm culture. Comparing, what I'm comparing, yeah. what I'm comparing is what you just said. The culture, like if. Because I don't feel like Complex... Well, Complex Hano has like a music festival going on simultaneously. No. What I'm trying to say so is... that's a little bit... Sneaker... Okay, okay, let me... I don't want anybody to misinterpret what I'm saying. Sneaker Con and Complex Con are both culture whores in the sense that they can really give a shit about the culture. However, I think despite that... Newsflash, Comic Cons don't give a shit about I know. comic book I know, culture. I know, no, no, no. I know. I, <laughs> but my point is... My point is... 
people from the culture still show up. So there's still some semblance of that, despite, in spite of their lack of. I met Ramon and Diesel at the last Complex Con. Okay. Every booth or kiosk is like a two hour wait. I walked right up, no one at all. I was the only one who cared. So we met uh, we met Razor at uh, Astronomicon. He was there two years ago. Yeah, yeah. he's Good taking dude. a lot of these gigs. Yeah, but well, my point not? is, my point is though, like because like with SneakerCon, right? So SneakerCon can give a shit about the culture either. However, people like me, Jumpman, like enough of us show up so that there's still representation of the culture. Whereas a complex con is just well, and that's that's Comic Con. Like so, Comic Cons have essentially become pop culture cons yes where it is way more about the celebs that show up it's way more about the meet and greet the photo ops that kind of stuff than it is about the comic books the collectibles the people and that from that culture still show up though so there's still represent this oh yeah no like those of us that are still hardcore are still there because we still love not because of the event not because the event it's because it's it. a necessary evil exactly that's, and that's, yep. and that's exactly what it is so sneaker con to me I would rather go there because it's still going to be a semblance of what I'm looking for despite sneaker cons uh, best efforts not to cater to that whereas accomplice con is just like hypebeast galore it's just like yo like it's just the wild wild west of hypebeast and I have literally no just hypebeast shaking fences yeah and I have no interest in that like I, I did want to go just to see, just to see what it was like not because I was looking to do anything else other than to see and it's like nah at least with sneaker con I can somewhat mingle with other people there most of it has See, to do. You go to sneaker con and it's probably networking and you have a great time. Yes. I go to complex con. I got a map. It's pre routed out. Like it's carefully calculated. It's about the people in location. So like sneaker con, Cleveland. Lord knows I ain't got no reason to go to Cleveland or Ohio unless I'm trying to drive through it to go to another state. And so, but I go because of the people. Like okay, there's people there. You know, I can mingle with. And, you know, kick it with. Maybe that's not a good example because they ain't got nothing to eat. They ain't got nowhere to go. So let's just scratch Cleveland. Let's just go back to the Bay Area. Stick on Bay Area. There's shit to do. People to see. You know, they got the Nike store. We can go there. Dude, Cle- you know what? I, what? I will what? fight you on that. Cleveland what? What? has a lot of great places. They have a lot. <laughs> what? Dude, we so we went to Cleveland a We're year and a half. edit this out, too. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll, no, I will fight him over this. <laughs> I don't care how big he thinks he is. <laughs> no, dude, Cle- like possibly one of the best that we we actually came back after our week. Like we spent uh, three days in Cleveland over a weekend. Yeah, we came back and said, "People, Cleveland is what Detroit should be aspiring to be." Bullshit! No, we really gonna fight over that. No. No, oh, I'm no, sorry. No. You go to the no. Heights? No. Huh? Did you go to the Heights? We went all over the place did trying you, to find something to do. Did you take the dive bar tour? Dude, here's, we went, here's what we do. Every, here's every, Maybe you're doing it wrong because everywhere uh-huh. we go, we open up Yelp, we search on dive bar, we sort by lowest rated, and that's where we go. We and went, we work our way down. We went all over the place. It wasn't shit to do. Dude, they we had one. The, that was like, the, one of the best weekends of my life was that weekend in Cleveland. one area. That basically we got like the whole midtown area. They had like one block that was like reminiscent of that. Okay, so you were in downtown and, Cleveland, and it was like it was right by the Q Arena or whatever. Right. Yeah. So did you did you hit the vault? Yeah, we hit all that shit. And it was did like you, nothing. It was like they had that one spot. They had the one spot at the bowling alley. 
The one spot the bowling alley, I forgot it was like a, a bar slash bowling alley, yeah. whatever. That was fucking it. That whole weekend, it was nothing to do. Unless you was going to the Rock and Roll Hall Maybe. of Fame and going there. Like, I'm not trying to go to some hole in the wall in some neighborhood you in Ohio. You suck at finding places. That's no, what Ohio I, sucks. I'm not dude, about to. I'm not about to go mingle in some I, I, dive bar. I am not defending Ohio in general. I am defending like Cleveland. I'm not defending Cleveland. Either. I am defending Cleveland. I am taking the Howard the Duck and Cleveland then we went to the approach. Casino. You know how sad the casino was? I wasn't there. It was so fucking what, sad. That's not in Cleveland. Well, in Detroit, you got people like, all right, we paying rent or not paying rent. In Cleveland, it's like responsible gambling. No, the fuck is not. And on top of that, the, I mean, you go to a Detroit <laughs> casino, at least it, you it ain't Vegas, but you definitely feel like you in a casino. <laughs> no, you no, ain't. You don't. Well, no, there's you a don't. difference between no, like Motor City no, and don't. MGM. No, you don't. Well, I mean, I haven't been, I haven't been to one in a while. I think the last one I went to was Greek Town. Are they open right now? I think so. At like ten percent capacity, yeah, yeah. Once again, it's not Vegas, but it's hell of a lot better than uh, fucking Cleveland. It was depressing. Is I'm that, like, yo. Is the, big, to... is the big casino there even in Cleveland? I thought that was Columbus. It was some casino. I don't know which one it was. All right, well, then. And it was like sad, Then mind like, your business. We're talking about Cleveland. I almost slid the one lady at 20. <laughs> like, yo, what? Here, you need it more than I do. Dude, I'm telling you that one of the best weekends we had was like going dive bar hopping in Cleveland. Dude, we had so much fun that weekend. We got adopted by like two. See, you grew up in an era where you know we you had to go outside and make fun. Like y'all had sticks and y'all were like That's push the wheel I, down yeah. the street. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't want to get adopted by and I'm just I'm gonna put this out. You Already, don't, you don't want to get adopted by like two sixty year old lesbians that like own a place called the Old Ugly Broad that like they pull out the cart the index card organizer, blow the dust off it. And just start making you shots all night because you guys seem like fun and we want to hang out with oh, you. Oh, hey, you know time out. This is the most crucial question I'm going to ask you all tonight. When you say lesbians, are you talk about two like Roseanne bars? Are we talking like. Oh, yeah. Two? Okay, no, I'm straight. <laughs> no, dude, it, it, it's. If you said two Rihannas, I'm like, yeah, I'm there. Hey, speaking of Cleveland, <laughs> they got. <Why? laughs> Cleveland's got exhibition. We went there. Right? It yeah. was just like it, it was me, Tony D, Bull. Uh, you know, I got a buddy who resells in, in Cleveland. His name is Clee Geek. Shout out Clee, fucking cooks. So we should we should get him on the show because he'll tell you like all all Cleveland is is probably exhibition. It's probably no. It was that and uh, my man's. It was another store owned uh, by a football player. <sighs> I I, I'm not gonna lie, I, dude. I will set up. Another weekend in Cleveland, and you'll we're come down. Go. With us. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to make this a thing because I, I, I would love for you to show me how much fun Cleveland is that Detroit is. Because I promise you, it's not. Because dude, if you this, know me. Listen, dude, you know me. I know, I know you. I love this city. I would tell you this. I love one of the things I hate city. about going out of town is having to come back home because we are so far behind mm-hmm. some of these other major cities. However, and as much as we make city, fun of Cleveland, the one city Cleveland I knew, got a better nightlife. The one city I was happy to come home from. Nope. Was Cleveland? Because I'm like, did, yo, you did it wrong. A, no, I did. not You did it wrong. No, 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 no. You just find fun in everything, dude. I could have fun at an insurance seminar. That's my like, point. <laughs> you can go to a funeral and have fun. Like I got that portable bar. You know he does. Like that's and that's the problem. Like you looking at it through Dave's like lenses because Dave can make anything fun, even Cleveland. Dude, then that's your issue. That's not you my should issue. Be, no, because you should. If I got wherever you are, no, should be the best not, place that you've ever been have in to, your life. I should not have to put mantra. that. 
And if all, not, then you're doing it I wrong. I should not have to put that much effort into making your city fun. Dude, it doesn't... Usually when I go to these cities, it's shit already there for me to do. I'm enjoying the city, not the city enjoying me. Dude, let's... Okay, let's be clear. You are sitting in a shipping container uh-huh. in Cass Corridor. Yes. This podcast should be the best thing that you have ever done in your life. <laughs> what if I told you it is? It's definitely the best thing I've done on Cass Corridor. Okay. Really? I mean, I got levels. Oh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, that's, dude, that's the thing. Like, it's all about your attitude. Like, seriously, like, dude, we had so much fun. In Cleveland, like I, they, they, that weekend literally was one of the best weekends I've had in the past two years. You would of my say life. the same thing if we were stranded out in sea. Like, <laughs> that was the best weekend we ever had because you are no. going to find ways. To oh have no, fun. There, no, there, no, there have been, there have been bad adventures. I have listen. I've been all over this place, and I have yet to, like have to find. Have to manufacture fun because other cities are just that. Chicago. I don't have to manufacture it because there's just so much shit to do. Yeah, but you might have to pay for it. Dude, Chicago. Bay Area. But Chicago isn't. Even when we went to Memphis, even Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, is a hell of a lot more funny. And I never, honestly, you you would have told me two years ago to let's go to Tennessee to have fun. I'm like, no, what? No, I've seen Deliverance. I don't need that type of fun. But. We went and it was just like, yo, this is actually pretty good. Dollywood was a shit. Um, <clears throat> DC. Oh, dude, DC's amazing. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, all these it's, other it's cities. That's where I lived before I moved here. And I've always said, if, when I was young and stupid and single, DC was an amazing town. All these major cities are dope on their own. You don't have to go find fun because okay, fun finds you. But let's, okay, but let's be clear. You're now comparing Cleveland to DC. Boston, I'm comparing Manhattan, to, exactly. Chicago, I'm comparing L.A. To all the cities, including no, no, this no, one. no, dude. Cleveland, dude. Detroit isn't even top ten. Let's, uh, nobody, let's be. Well, nobody said it was top ten. Yeah. That's the argument I was making. So okay, so Detroit and Cleveland, when it comes to second tier cities, oh, by far, they're in that same category. I'm just saying yeah. Detroit ranks higher. Hold up, hold up. Who's got the best after hours? Detroit, Detroit. Hands down. Oh, Detroit, Detroit. Thank you. Oh yeah, no, no, because dude, Cleveland Thank was you. Cleveland was dead from an. But right, that's another part because okay, so Cleveland we did the, the bars well, no, because, early. No, 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 but no, we were also two bullshit. random strange white guys bullshit. walking no, around the city. See, see, that's the shit I'm talking about right there <laughs> because we did an event, and then you know, of course, we're tired. I gotta take a nap, so at this point, it's like eight or nine o'clock. There is sh- this is a Saturday night. Wasn't a shit to do. We had to go to. I'm told we had to go to some random ass neighborhood, mind you. Most of the houses were like abandoned, and there was a junkyard across the street from this pizza place because that was the only place that was open. They had not at not, eight o'clock. What the no, no, no. hell? This was like nine to ten o'clock, ten o'clock at night, dude. No, you, it might have been you eleven. It might have been eleven. Suck at finding places been, to it go. It might have been eleven. No, Google sucks at finding. No, places dude, Caesar. I'm gonna tell you this. This is this is the trick. You open up Yelp. You search on dive bar. You sort by lowest rated, and was, that's where you go. I was trying to do the oh time no, dude. I was trying to do the most basic requirement. I wasn't even trying to. Find, it wasn't like I was trying to find Thai food. I was like, yo, let me find pizza because that's the simplest thing to find in any city. Not not according to Cleveland. We go to Cleveland. They have bulletproof glass and they have the metal shutters. I'm like, no, like why do you need both? Just get oh, really? Because you you haven't been. 87 feet that way to that place. They don't have the bulletproof glass. Yes, they do. Okay, well, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Yeah. 
But <laughs> but I feel a hell of a lot more comfortable over here than I did over there. And then some guy pulls up. This was like, what, 2017? 2019. Okay. Dude pulls up in a 97 Eddie Bauer uh, Ford Explorer. Yeah, the truck. Yeah. Like, hey, fam, y'all good? And I'm like, what? And he's like, you good? What, you flashback LL Cool J? Yeah, and I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, I'm just checking on y'all. And I was like, we need to go. We this need to is, go like right this now. This is not a place we need to be. No, and honestly, I'm like, seriously. And then and, they got that stupid ass chandelier in the middle of nowhere downtown. They do. <laughs> Thank you. Like, what but, is this? But, I, but I thought that was funny. Like, honestly, like, dude, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that weekend in Cleveland was, it, it was outstanding. Like, next to, so from, from a second tier city, city perspective, I would put, that weekend in Cleveland up against, and it would lose, but I would put it up against our weekend in Philly. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Seriously, Philadelphia is on par. I No, I said it would lose, but I would put it in the discussion. It, would, it wouldn't be a... 32 seed versus a 1 seed. I would rather drive it around would be Bilal. Like an, it would be like an 8 seed versus a 4 seed. I'd rather drive around Bilal than go to Cleveland. I drove around Bilal recently. God, you. I would rather. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this happen. Because like <laughs> you don't understand. Like, there's, there's, like, so there's a podcast There's a podcast network down there. that we. That's why we went there is we helped yeah. set them up and get them uh, up and running. We're still friends. I'll just, dude, I, you let me know when you've got a weekend. <laughs> I will let them know we're coming down. Bet. And, yeah. It was just, oh, my God, dude, I swear to you. We've been to Cleveland twice, and it's like I have I have no reason to believe. The first time we went to go back on the whole Detroit-Cleveland thing, the first time we went, it felt like I two, we took a two-hour nap and woke up still in Detroit. Like, that's what it felt like at first. Well, And then, and then... Yeah, from looks, if you're just driving through, yeah, you there's similarities. However, well, no, uh, number one, there's mass transit, so you notice that that's actually functional. Ooh, oh, okay, oh, oh, okay, oh, okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll oh. give you that. Touche. <laughs> but that, I, but I've always said Ohio is good at mass transit because most people are just trying to get in and out of their fucking city and their state. <laughs> Like the turnpikes are excellent. <laughs> yeah, no, no, seriously, dude. Like, honestly, like that that weekend was, yeah, that was that was an absolute. I, I will I will send you the list of bars. Ohio that we went to is that the J Balvin Air Jordan ones of states. Like they dude, are I, again. I can't speak for Ohio as a whole because I haven't spent enough time there. But so I've gone to enough shows in Toledo that I know where to go. Like, Toledo, okay, but that used to be part of Michigan. So Why doesn't okay. Detroit have a better sneaker shop? Yeah. What? Why doesn't Detroit have a better sneaker shop? As far as a resale sneaker shop? No, not even. Just like a, a regular retailer. We got a uh, brown rubber. Well, I mean like actually in the city. Oh, actually in the city. Who do we have? I can only think of... Um, what, Snipes or something? I can only think of franchises or consignments. Yeah, there's no boutiques. Yeah. Because I feel like, like Nike and them are like getting rid of boutiques anyway. Um, or phasing them out. I mean, even our resale shops, like No Joe Kicks, they are just... Well, I was, I'm, like, I'm thinking Cleveland, and all I can come up with is exhibition, and it's like, what do we have here? You don't have that here. Yeah. Like I said, we're just burn rubber, and then you got uh, Way Out and uh, Wayne and um, Ypsilanti. Uh, Puffer Reds. Puffer Reds. Yeah. That's it. But no, so. <laughs> I'm just trying to bring it back to sneakers. No, no, no. You're right. I, <laughs> we are going to lose so many Ohio listeners. You know what? It's cool. 
Uh, <laughs> you starting to slow clap? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did it. We're back. Ridiculous. I can't st- And whenever a store decides they want to open up shop, we could be at the grand opening hosting it. I remember Under Armour invited me to their grand opening. Yeah, we do like, that. Bro. We do remotes all the time. I know. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I can't, this is why I can't wait till we travel again because there's so many cities I want to go back to. Like, some like the Bay Area is just the, not Cleveland. Dallas. Just not Cleveland. I'm going to go to Cleveland because it's close. Dude, the it's first cheap. three times I was in Dallas. I, I, I and I never da- thought I hate Dallas. we really just I, come back to this? I hate Dallas. Yes. The first three times what? I was in Dallas on business, I was in a bar fight. And I don't mean I was in a bar fight. Like, I started so that shit. Because every- you know my mouth. I mean, I yeah. was in a bar that takes away everything where I was said. minding my own business, and I watched a fight start across the bar, yeah. and I watched it cascade and roll towards me. That takes away everything you just said. If you shit on Dallas and then you big up Cleveland, come on, bro. I need to go to Texas. Dallas is – I love Dallas. Dude, what's bigger in Texas? Belt buckles, hair, and egos. <laughs> and <hats>. That's <laughs> – the, Them big trucker only thing. <laughs> The only thing I say, <laughs> the only thing bad I say about Dallas is, is everything is like twenty minutes from everything. Nothing is close. Do you know where Astro Fest or Astro World or whatever Travis Scott's festival takes place? Don't care. It's got to be. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Maybe, Dude, that, I, maybe that could be our next. Trip. I have been to Wings Probably games Houston. in every, like literally every NHL city in the country, yeah. and, and in Canada. Yeah. The only place I ever almost got into a fight for wearing a Wings jersey. Was Dallas? Dallas is awesome, bro. And the food. Oh my god! I was gonna guess here. No. How do you not like Dallas though? I, I mean, honestly, dude, like Dallas, I love me some Dallas, and it's cheap down there. Cause I don't like rednecks. Me neither. It's a lot of rednecks. Trust me, I'm gonna have more of an issue with rednecks than you would. If you <laughs> don't tell them I'm Jewish, I can fit in. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I wasn't ready. I mean, that. he's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong at all. But the fact that he even get away with it, like he could slide through. There's no sliding for me. Tell him I got truck. If you don't tell him I'm black, tell him, I could feel it. Tell him in. I got truck like, live on a dirt road. Wow. Got me a well and a septic. Well, we had like a too. mini mansion. Last time we was in no, not the last time, but the time before <laughs> that, we was in Dallas. We had like a mini mansion. For like cheap. It was awesome. Mind you, it was like forty minutes away from everything. We could rent the, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air mansion. We could. Oh, really? So you were in Sterling Heights? The Sterling Heights of Texas. Yeah. yeah it was nice, oh, yeah, you, you can get big houses out there cheap. Yeah. No, but we're not talking about... No, 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 no. These are bigger than Sterling Heights houses. This is like 10 now, bedrooms. Have you seen Sterling Heights lately? Yes. These are like 10... Dude. I'm sorry. Have you seen Sterling Whites lately? Sterling Whites. <laughs> this house is like 10 bedrooms. Huh? Like, dude, the back porch... I'm a, this tells you everything about the house. The back porch was like a living room in most mansions. It was like all like marble stone. It had a full kitchen, an 80 inch TV, two leather couches, and a fireplace on the back porch. I'm not even talking about the house. We're not even indoors yet. And here we are in a shipping container. Yes, I know. That tells you how far we have fallen. Um, <laughs> say no. Hey, maybe maybe we can make the Big Mac special or whatever the the Caesar Burger sneaker is come in. I uh, yeah, come wait, in a shipping make container. This Burger King collab happen. The friends and family, uh, the packaging can be a shipping <laughs> container. Well, no, I, but the point is, I can't wait to travel and, and and meet with people in the community again. You know, going to different sneaker cons and linking up with the different people. And that was another thing too, linking up with the Monday Midsole guys and the usual faces: Molly, Buckeye, Polo. Q to Queen, um, Courtney, 
um, Skip, uh, Mike Rich, uh, Donson Jordans, Donson Jordans. Uh, man, I can't think of any other people. I'm sure people would like to meet Jumpman. Yeah, people love Jumpman, but just seeing the usual faces and stuff and um, kicking everybody, Jock Slade, uh, Ran to uh, MJL23 Dan at the the Bay Area uh, sneaker con. Tried to link up with Nightwing, but we weren't able to make it. That, I think that he just way. posted something. I might have missed it. It was like NBK, NBA 2K, something about like the invited to some something related to like the new basketball video game. And it was like Jordan was inviting people and like putting them in the digital audience or something. Yeah, that'd been dope. Yeah, I missed it, but something like that just came up. I saw on his feed. Yeah, so I mean, it was it was cool though. I mean. To be able to link up with those people that you normally wouldn't be able to link up with. And it became like, especially 2017, we was like going hard. Uh, one look at Lister, that's, that's my guy. Uh, uh, OG Sneakers, me and him went to London together. That was crazy. Um, but just being able to have that camaraderie with the community and being able to link up and have that fun. And we always was the spot to be at because, you know, everybody else would get like hotels. We would get a house. And so we will always have like after parties, basically. Um, Jumpman will cook or barbecue, and people will come over and kick it and chill and whatever. And you know, speaking of Dallas, that's the time where <laughs> Mayor came by, and uh, we stayed up to like four or five in the morning, just swapping stories and stuff. Man, it was like real, real cool. And so, you know, I kind of miss those moments. So, hopefully, twenty twenty one allows us to have those opportunities again, where we're able to travel and. Maybe uh, recreate some of those moments. But uh, anyway, I do want to get to this one story. I can read some of these later. Uh, This weekend's stupid. Uh, A woman steals sneakers and then strips naked. Before getting caught? Uh, Or like trying to get out of it? I don't know. You know, I I had this story for like a couple weeks now. I'd be so the I, worst cop. I'd be like, I'm going to have to write you this ticket unless, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. You can take her, you put her in the back of the car and then you drive <laughs> to some secluded area and try to negotiate the terms of her release. Uh, I, I just want to help you help me or <laughs> however that goes. <laughs> help me help you. Oh, man. You'd be the worst cop ever. Uh, the article written by Brandon King for SneakerShopTalk.com. According to police in New York City's Brighton Beach neighborhood, a woman attacked another lady and stole her sneakers, after which she proceeded to remove all her clothes. In a video that was posted on Twitter, the victim was seen on the ground crying for help for help, <coughs> excuse me, as her sneakers are removed removed from her feet by the thief. As people begin to intervene, the suspect begins to hit at bystanders. At some point in the video, a guy comes in and body checks her to the ground with another bystander taking the opportunity to hit and kick the suspect multiple times. And I've seen the video now that I remember when I was reading this. I remember the video. And she did get body checked. Like, it was pretty ruthless. Uh, she didn't see it coming. It was almost like a football tackle almost. Um, the suspect later goes on a rant about not getting enough government aid and then proceeds to remove all of her clothing. Police say that the suspect was bipolar and had not taken her medication. Um, and Kanye 2020. Yeah, there you go. So, man, that's just wild, though. Especially, I mean, it seems like all types of crazy shit happens in New York. New York is just the epicenter of crazy. Uh, da, 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 da. Man gets four years for illegally buying Air Jordans. 
an article written by Michael Gordon for the Charlotte Observer. Charles Brown was sentenced recently to more than four years in prison for being the mastermind of a crime ring that used stolen university credit card numbers to buy $250,000 in merchandise from Charlotte area stores. Much of it was high-end sneakers like Air Jordans. What's out in Charlotte? Social status? Yes. Like we're, I'm just going back to the whole like city and sneaker stores. I'm trying to think what's out there. Yeah, social status. Where's Amamanier? Because I think that's the same owner, isn't it? I believe so. Where's that? We like need to get like a map and just have and just like sneaker all the stores. Different yeah. yeah. Uh, where are we at? Over a three-week period in 2018, Charles and a few friends bought at least 565 pairs of sneakers. Uh, U.S. District Judge Max Cogburn sentenced Charles to more than four years in prison for conspiracy to commit access device fraud. Yeah, well, crime does not pay. Uh, and then lastly, sneak, uh, seller beaten and stabbed at sneaker meetup. An article written by Brandon King for sneakershoptalk.com. Police in Queens, New York, are seeking a group of males that allegedly stabbed a teenager and robbed him of his sneakers. The victim, a 19-year-old who goes by the name Kenzie the Ghost. Whoop. I'm going to look into this here and find this reseller on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Kenzie the Ghost. The Ghost. D-A. Not the Ghost. The Ghost. Uh, so he goes by Kenzie the Ghost on Snapchat. Uh, arranged a meetup to sell a pair of Yeezys. Upon arrival at the agreed-upon location, Kenzie the Ghost was surrounded by seven young men, one of which proceeded to punch and stab him in the back. Now, he's a ghost. How do you punch and stab a ghost? He's Kenzie the Ghost. I I thought that was a pretty fair question. Anyway, uh, Kenzie the Ghost was forcibly relieved of $200 I'm oh, sorry. Forcibly relieved of $200 and the Nike shoes on his feet. Ghost can wear shoes. And if you're a ghost, why do you need cash? There's, yeah, there's something going on here. Yeah, something ain't right. Uh, Kenzie the Ghost was taken by EMS to Elmhurst Hospital Center in stable condition. In a strange twist of the story, police say that the Yeezy shoes in question were not taken, as Kenzie the Ghost didn't even bring them to the meeting location. Kenzie the ghost is trying to trying to set them up for the money. Yeah, he was trying to ghost them. Ha <laughs> uh, Persons with information on this attack and robbery are asked to call the NYPD's Crime Stoppers hotline at 1-800-577-TIPS. Or since it's a ghost, we can just do a seance. That's terrible. Everyone's like, yeah, let's meet up. Let's meet up. We got a deal. And they're both just sitting there plotting to rob and hurt each other. Basically, yes. <laughs> Kenzie the ghost just you know wasn't quick on the draw. Uh I don't know. We should have what's this show? Me and my daughter watch um, Buzzfeed, Supernatural. This would be a case for them, right? Get to the bottom of this Kenzie the Ghost mystery. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go on Snapchat right now to see if, if he's still on there. Let's see Snapchat. Let's see, if, I didn't know ghosts can make uh, profiles on Snapchat. I thought you know once you die, that was it. That was the end of you. Let's see, Kenzie the Ghost. K E N Z I E D D A Ghost. In terms of like sneakers and and branding, Kenzie Wilson. Like Snapchat's cool, like to keep in touch with your friends and all. (laughs) But like for businesses and shit, I'm not really seeing the added value of what, Uh, like, uh, of companies wanting influencers to post on Snapchat or not. I just don't think it's as effective as the other platforms. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my daughter just just let me know too that the uh, the the ghost logo on Snapchat is um, actually a ghost. That's him. Yeah, he just uh, he just uh, added me. McKen- okay, Kenzie the Ghost just sent me. Who gave you Snap? We have live footage. He is alive. <laughs> Who gave you Snap? Oh, I should. You know, should I try calling? Can't hurt. Dude, let the the last time you did that, that didn't work out. Let's, but no, they actually, you had add all. You had you had so much editing. Actually, <laughs> I'm about to send him a message. We're reading your story on our show. Yeah, so Kenzie the Ghost, who goes by Mackenzie Wilson on uh, Snapchat, they're responding. What show? I love, you see, this well, is the called. number one sneaker podcast of the year, actually. Yeah. Hey, there you go. The Sneaker Watch Podcast. So I love how things happen organically like this, and I ask them about the show. We just gained a listener, albeit, you know. How soon till we A ghost, him? but still. Right. Maybe you can tell all the other ghosts in the afterlife about our show. What sneakers box? I did, the sneaker box podcast. Like what? What sneakers box? You've never heard of Dunks, right? Catch up, bitch. <laughs> what sneakers? How do I respond to that? It's I would a, just link it. It's a podcast, dummy. So Kenzie the ghost, a uh, Doug ghost. I'm sorry, Kenzie the ghost. It's a podcast. Look it up. That's crazy. I've never had this happen in real time where we actually read a story and then the person we were reading about responded in real time. Anyway, this I mean that's what happens when you go out live. Yeah, well yeah. Well <laughs> Is it on Apple? Yes. Yes it is. Well okay, yeah, we're going live, but I doubt they're listening live right now. They didn't even know about us. They're asking us about our show, like as if they didn't know about it. They know if, about us, first of all. If they're not responding to something you're talking about live, how did how no, are they okay, not so watching what happened, you live? No, no, because what so happened, what had happened was <laughs> no. So we were talking about we were reading a story about this person named Kenzie the Ghost on Snapchat that uh-huh. got robbed, and so I go on Snapchat to look and see if the pro st- profile still existed. I went to go follow them, and then they followed back, and then they initiated a conversation, which we're having right now. Okay. And so that you know, I didn't plan on it. kind of happened. Anyway, I guess that would be a good way to end the show. I guess we'll talk more to Kizzy the Ghost off air, and maybe we might get them on the show to talk about their ordeal. And um, That will be a dope interview. I know. I'll bring my Ouija board next week. Um, so on that note, this is what? Episode 270. Jesus. <sighs> Man, that's a lot of shows. Episode eighty with you guys. It don't even sound like we've been with you guys that long. We, yeah, like well, and that's cute. I mean, like we just did <laughs> three sixty nine of our show. Oh, <laughs> you with that drill, Michael? Um, oh, dude, like those guys run every day and kiss my ass. I know, like, I, I know, I, yeah. I don't even know how he does it. And they do like three hour episodes a day. I don't even know how he. Yeah, that's a job. <laughs> but but I didn't even realize, I it didn't realize or it didn't dawn on me that we've been with you guys for like that long. It doesn't seem yeah. 
That's almost like two years worth of yeah, shit. Yeah, your chaos erupted about two years ago. <laughs> it did, didn't it? <laughs> I got to tell you what's going on. Oh, man. Okay. It was, we got hurt. Okay. We're up the show. I got to tell you so much shit. There's, there's so many yeah. after after the show stories. Yes. <laughs> so on that note, this is episode 270, number 80 with Podcast Detroit. We'll see you guys this week. We love you. We out. Peace.